Hello and welcome back to Trinity Podcast. My name is Hammy and this is episode 7. Some may say, like 7 deadly sins. Yep, you guessed it, it's Shazam. If you were following us till now, you would have guessed that it's Shazam. Or the fact that I titled the episode, episode 7, Shazam. But nonetheless, it's Billy Batson's time. And this one is a good movie, actually. It's not too bad. But unfortunately, uh, the family emergency that Victor is going through hasn't been resolved yet. And unfortunately, we haven't managed to get him or his review this time. Hopefully, for either Birds of Prey or Wonder Woman, we will get his review. But don't worry, at the end of our DC run, we will have this intervention or what you may call overview of our ratings and go through everything we've given so far and that's when we're gonna ask Victor you know what you missed these episodes so what is your thoughts what do you want to give them do you want to change them this is the rating we have so far what are your positions in that so we will get his opinions as well till then he has our prayers, bro, we miss you. But till he comes back, why don't you grab a cup of coffee, chillax, and let's just jump right into it. Ah, before we jump right into it, I should probably mention out that this episode we have a special guest. His name is Charlie, and here's what he thinks about his favorite superhero. Who is your favorite superhero? DC or Marvel? Doesn't matter. All together. Ah. Like, even Black Wars or... Uh, From the Marvel Extended Universe, I like Thor. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's an interesting one. That's very interesting, yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, so many different comic series. I'm not not caught up to every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Thor from the Marvel Extended Universe. Is that considering DC as well, or...? Uh, Yeah, considering DC. um, I feel like Marvel's characters are a little bit more... um, a little bit more deeper than DC's. Um, DC seems a little bit more one-dimensional, but I haven't read a lot of DC comics, uh, to be honest. So, but I, I do quite like DC. A lot of their, a lot of their stories are pretty cool, especially with the new. Um, I think eighty-two or 52. the new. They got the new one, fifty-two. Yeah, that one. Uh, That's really, it's really nice. And then you got all these like different Supermans meeting each other, and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? It's it's really cool. It's really cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, I, mean, I take it that you haven't read much DC titles, then. No, no, not not as much as right, Marvel. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, how how are you guys both doing? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not doing so hot. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my one of my closest friends, Victor, isn't here today. Ah, uh, yes. My heart is broken. So, for those who don't know, uh, Victor couldn't make it this time around because of some family emergencies. So, for the time being, one, we have Charlie. Thank you for coming. And it's okay. Also, try to see if Victor can give us personal review thing that he did, like for Rockman. But I tried to ask him not to do it as long <laughs> because the last one was like a fiasus. Uh, um, <laughs> but the thing is he's very busy and his family emergency is quite big so we totally understand we hope everything works out well for him uh, but big love to Victor huge big love, love to Victor. Victor we love you bro but if he doesn't make it 
I'm sure in a later date we're gonna just sit him down and just talk about the last few movies that if he missed some. So for the time being, yeah, we can have a good free for all, yeah. Yeah, this movie this time it's one of your favorite actors, isn't it? Yeah, big time, Mr. Zachary Levi um, of Chuck fame. Yeah. Uh, he also played you. Is it Eugene or is it Flynn? Uh, it's Flynn Ryder, right? Finn Ryder. From yeah. Finn Ryder. Finn, Finn, Finn. Is it Finn Flynn? I think it's Finn. Finn Ryder. One of the writers. He's he's in Tangled as well. Amazing singing voice. He was also in Thor, like the second one. <laughs> and I think the third one too, right? Like he yeah, was but one he got killed off like instantly. I've, I've been following his career for like a super long time since Chuck. Uh, he was also in VGHS for a bit. So like... He's got a really cool career up there as well. Like I, I really, he's one of my favorite actors of all time. So much so that actually, um, a friend one time bumped into him at London. What's it called? LCC? Um, LLC. Um, he, uh, Heroes and Villains Festival. So. Yeah, yeah. So that festival, uh, she bumped into him. Uh, got to take a picture with him, and because she knew I was such a big fan, <laughs> um, printed out a large picture of me, <laughs> and then. So um, it looks really photoshopped, but I'm in that picture too with them. <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I met I met Zachary Levi through proxy, I guess. One of these days, I'll meet him as well. But yeah, he's really story, great. He did. Funny story. On that event, I was actually the barista of a um, little cafeteria that's inside oh, yeah. the uh, um, arena that they hold the event. And I was actually like, 200 steps, not even meters, 200 <laughs> steps away from Zachary Levi, but I was allowed to leave my shift to get a signature, and I was Please. so bummed out, because... I just want to smell him. Man, I just wanted to sit, like get a fist bump, that's it, that's all I wanted, but I couldn't that even... Year stacked, right? hmm? That year was stacked, right? That year was stacked, because they had yeah. all the, like, the doctors They had Dr. all Hume. the they doctors from Dr. Who. Yeah, they had everyone from DC, so Jason Momoa, Erza Miller, um, Ray Fisher, I believe. Wow. Yeah, Ray Fisher was there. Shazam and Zachary Levi. And then there were so many other people as well, like iZombie people, if you're into that. Um, there was it, there was a lot of like big people came together at the same time. And it was like a huge mash of people. Now, here's the funny thing, right? So... <laughs> I I I could see him every now and then when I was going downstairs to grab a milk and come back, and then every time I asked my manager when am I gonna get a break so I can go join up the queue, my manager would say like ah I I, I tell you when the time comes, and then halfway through the day my manager told me oh we are not gonna give you a break today your break today is right at the end of your shift so you can go home one hour early. Because we know you're a super fan, so we know you're going to queue up to get signatures and you're going to be stuck in the queue and can't come back to your shift. So, <laughs> I mean, you would have, right? I would have. Like, <laughs> let's be fair. I would have done that, yeah. yeah. So to prevent <laughs> that, they said, like, yeah, we're not going to give you any breaks. You just stop. <laughs> no, no, the good thing is that on my way back down, um, I ran into one of the actors from iZombie and um he he was lovely like he had a right? yeah that's the one and yeah then... he's great he was in um the ha- ha- haunting of blythe manor i think yeah, as well. that, yeah. um so so uh, I, I, you could tell that the dude was tired he had a headache 
And then, I, oh, and on the shift, you're not allowed to bring your cell phone. So I didn't have my phone. And then my manager was walking me down to my to the locker room so I can change and leave. And then um, she saw that while I'm walking, I'm just I have like puppy eyes. And then I'm seeing him that's walking across us as well. I think his time was finished as well. He was leaving. And then my manager was like, "Why didn't you take a picture?" I was like, "Well, I don't have my phone." And then she was like, "Oh, I give you my phone. That's fine." And I was like, wait, you sure about this? And she was like, yeah, 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 go for it. So I grabbed her phone and then I go to him and I said, like, is it okay? I know, I know you're leaving. I totally understand if you don't want to do this, but is it okay if you take a picture? Now, as I was about to do this, his manager comes in and I goes like, oh, no, you should pay for this. Um, this isn't right and whatever. And then he said, where were you working? And I said, like, oh, this this cafeteria in front of you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I grab a coffee or two from you. That's cool. Just just take the picture. I don't mind. And then he, oh. he posed and he let me take a picture. I was like, oh, my God, this made my day. It was a cool so guy. Cool. Yeah, he was so cool about it. And you could tell he was tired. He probably had a headache. <laughs> like, He's one of the people. Yeah, so that was that was nice. But unfortunately, nice. I didn't run into Zachary Levi. Yeah. One of these days. Don't worry, Zach. Yeah. You're free to come on the podcast if you want. Yes. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> Charlie is like, come on, guys. I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Okay. I have surface knowledge of everything, and I'm not Zachary Levi. <laughs> but you're Charlie. Yeah, yeah that's Charlie. more than enough. Okay, so know. today we're talking about Shazam. So this movie came out uh, March 15th, 2019. So it's two years old now, or just under two years old. Okay. Quick question is what I usually ask is, where, where were you during 2019? So like, what were you doing when this movie came out? Did you watch it in theaters, or were you just <laughs> fucking around in life? Um, you mean who I was doing? Um, <laughs> um, nobody, nobody, nothing. I, I was, I was queuing up. <laughs> um, no, for Shazam, I think I watched that one in IMAX in BFI, and yeah, yeah, that was what that day was, off, right? Yeah, the day off, and then it was me and a friend from uni, friend from college. And friend from previous uni because I changed a few things, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've just watched it. I, I was excited again. Zachary Levi fan, so yeah, I, I knew I was going to enjoy it. Boy, stuff happened, which I'm going to talk about in the movie. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was overall satisfied. Let me let's so, put it that way. Before we continue, so Charlie, you um, you didn't watch this in theaters, right? I don't remember. <laughs> Because I was going to ask, I, I, since I didn't, I'm assuming if you've ever been to like any kind of premiere, like it's usually hype, right? How hype was the premiere for this one, Hammy? So the uh, BFI is usually packed anyway, so I can't really, because it's like the biggest cinema in London, I think. So I don't think BFI is exactly the best measuring mechanism because it's going to be packed anyways. But a lot, mm-hmm. like there was a little cardboard of Zachary Levi there and a lot of people were taking pictures. I don't know if that amounts to anything. Even people... I would. Yeah. Even even if people that were not coming to cinema to watch the movie were coming in to take the pictures. So Okay. It was, pre- it was packed. It was busy. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was hyped. But that's all I can vouch for. In any case... Uh, oh, wait, sorry, Charlie, where were you 2019? What were you doing? Well, you know, once you mentioned that, I, I did the next best thing, and I just searched up 15th of March. On what? I'm just, I'm just uh, trying to see what I was doing on the 15th of March. Well, the release date, right? 
Okay, uh, so yeah yeah. 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 Hmm. I was working. Oh nice. I was working and that's it. That's it. Ah, so release date came by. I was so hyped that I went to work so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh man, Shazam's being released today. Better work my ass off for work and just do everything I need to get do. That bread, right? Don't yeah, fucking that. get that bread. That's where. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 of course. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. More like you yeah. fucking can, yes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking can. And uh, I can see I've taken a lot of cat pictures on that day. So, um, so excited. <laughs> cat pictures and working really hard. Honestly. Yeah, Char- for the listeners, Charlie has like, what, three, four cats? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, three, three, three cats. Three cats. They're, 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 they're really cute. They're really nice. Whole little pussies. Yeah. Whole. Yeah. Yeah, if if people say like, "Oh, when was the last time you you got laid?" I'd be like, "Well, I got three pussies at home." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, with a budget of a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. uh, this movie made three hundred and fifty-four point three million. I don't know if that's worldwide or not. Mm-hmm. I forgot to double check. But in any case, that wasn't really considered a flop just because it made three times its budget. That's that's a pretty good return. Usually on these movies, I don't think they anticipate this movie to do too greatly this movie also came out on the 80th anniversary of shazam yeah some history 2019 was also the release year of captain marvel right yes the movie yes and it kind of crosses over to this as well where shazam was originally called captain marvel mm-hmm. i think right yes you're right so the, the origin's a bit fuzzy where like okay so yes. hammy I'm, I'm sure you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna free free fire and you're gonna tell me if i'm wrong okay okay it was originally called captain marvel mm-hmm. owned by a different publication yep and his powers were too similar to Superman, right? So then DC bought out the company that owned Shazam, changed his name to Shazam, and made him into like a joke. How how close am I? Uh, close, but not, uh, like you you just missed it. Like okay, you you, you hit like sixty percent of it correct. Nice. Mm. That's <laughs> like a one to one. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> was it that was it that they nearly they got like sued and they had to change the name or something? No, no, no. So they didn't got sued. They just went bankrupt, and they wanted oh. to sell the company anyways. And uh. it was actually a battle with Marvel and DC to get the rights for the character. And the publishing company was like, "Okay, instead of you two fighting over this character, why not I sell the rights of the character and its powers to DC, and I sell the name of the character to Marvel." And the oh. way the Marvel, like the way the contract was done, is that they had to. Um, so DC was fine because it was just the character and abilities, and they made comics about it. And then they went with the acronym of Shazam, which is like Solomon and blah 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 blah. Um, that, <gasps> that, that's fine. That's oh. no problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> I I literally just realized. Yeah, because it's what Solomon, Hercules. Oh, did you just? Achilles. <laughs> He just, uh, <laughs> he, oh he says God, it in yeah. the movie, man. It's I mean, Hermes, or uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. I, I just, I didn't read. Like, I knew he had all these gods' powers. I didn't realize this. Just, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, and then on the other hand, Captain Marvel had the contract that Captain Marvel had to. So basically, the way the contract was that the whole character and the name was sold to DC, technically. And the name itself was sold from DC to Marvel, but in a way that if um, 
Marvel doesn't publish anything that takes the entitlement of Captain Marvel for X amount of years, because they haven't published anything of it, they lose the right of the name and then falls back to DC. Which is why they announced the Captain Marvel movie so far back before the movie was ready to make it. Because it was coming to the time of like, oh, we're losing the right, so we should publish something. Because Captain Marvel movie, um, comic, per se, like we had Ms. Marvel, but we hadn't had Captain Marvel for a very long time. And they were about to lose it. And then they made the movie for it. Now it's solid and it's theirs. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, okay, we can get on with the movie. I think this is the longest we've gone into the podcast without even talking about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, just thoughts before the movie, so just general thoughts. What did you guys think of the film? It was a good family movie, and it was unexpectedly enjoyable. Okay. And, you, uh, and the, first time, uh, the first time I watched it, I was actually quite shocked how good the ending was. Ah. Mm. All right. What about, uh, what about you, Charlie? What did you think of the film? I was expecting a shit show. Uh, I thought they were going to like, you know, DC's got a, what do you call it? A running career reputation. <laughs> yeah. With, you uh, call with it their... a rich history. <laughs> yeah. They got, they got something. And I was like, they're going to butcher this. They're going to absolutely dumb it down. It's already PG-13. So it's really nothing wrong with PG-13. But, you know, I was just thinking, huh. Yeah, I think it's not going to be that great. And I went into the movie with low expectations. It came out okay. It was all right. You know, I expected a lot worse. It was nice. Slow burn. No, it's not like, it's not, you're not looking at like a, a huge like connection of all these things and action pack. It's, it's a feel good story for of the correct audience, which is, you know, PG 13 plus. And it kind of finishes it all. Gives a good moral, gives a good storyline, gives a good, um, character development and uh you get a, a sneak like a little bit of glimpses of parts of the other universe especially at the end where yeah they had like like really really cool little snippets like mr mind at the end and it just it's just cool and then you got like the empty throne to kind of talk about uh black adam coming in at some oh, point yeah. Yeah. so i was like oh well why is there an empty throne why is it no wasn't that in the i think that was in the after credits wasn't it was it in the after credits uh, we can go into that right now uh, uh, where well, they all they all go on the throne and it's like oh there's one empty or something and, um that's um, actually alternative ending but yeah oh that was alternative ending so i was like jam that's a this is this is kind of cool but yeah it, it, it was a it was a good pleaser but i, I was like wasn't a shocker to me okay cool i mean i'll, I'll be honest i was shocked uh oh. just at how not bad it was because uh we've had a run of like <laughs> really really bad films from dc yeah <laughs> like, he's like expecting a shit show i thought they were gonna like well, destroy us like, i'll be honest so far the dc films I, i've had fun with them like even the good ones so like quote-unquote good wonder woman and aquaman we reviewed aquaman last week while i enjoyed them i, I wouldn't say they were films that i would voluntarily like watch again for fun <laughs> But Shazam was one, like, I, I watched it and I was just, like, surprised at how much I was enjoying myself. Mm. And, like, it was one of the really funnier ones. And, like, yeah, no, I was just, I, I genuinely was shocked at how, it, it felt like it was a real film. Like, it felt like, hey, this could be a Phase 1 Marvel film, and I wouldn't ban it. Like, you know how Phase 1 had some awkwardness in their writing for Marvel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This felt like it, it belongs in that slate. Like it could just uh, challenge that entire pantheon of uh, films. So I, I was surprised uh, it, with the runtime of like two and a half hours. 
was it two hours, 12 minutes? It didn't feel like it went on too long for me. Usually I feel the two hours when I watch films. Yeah, so I can agree like with that. Just, like, happening. I, I felt the two hours, actually. I felt <laughs> it. I, I was like, whew, this is all right. When's the ending? I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. My cat's waiting. Gotta take more pictures. Away. At home. <laughs> uh. Okay, we'll begin. So, uh, starts off. Uh, it's all snowy. There's a car driving in upstate New York, 1974. Um, it's all Christmassy. There's a kid in the back seat with one of those magic eight balls. He's just shaking it. He's like a little okay. nerdied up kid with like ground glasses, a goofy haircut in the back seat. And his dad's just like, oh, you shouldn't play that game. Like his dad's in the front driving. So like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't play those games. You need to be a man. You know what being a man is? Being a man is being a big fat douchebag. Which his brother right next to him is a douchebag. And then you know the brother kind of bullies little the little kid in the back. And the dad's like, that's my son right there. I'm proud of this. Fucking <laughs> up the other kid. Um, you, by the way, did you guys recognize who the dad was? Yeah, the dad gotta be the um, super super villains fathers in everything he plays in right yeah <laughs> it's crazy like he for him for me he's the dad from smallville like um lex luther's dad lex luther's dad yeah yeah i was like oh damn they actually got they actually got him to play another villain's dad in a film but this time less uh less menacing i guess <laughs> anyways yeah so the way uh the ball starts like the magic he's a game good ball. actor by the way I don't, I don't know why he keeps getting these roles <laughs> it's typecast i guess right yeah typecast i guess there's some weird symbol showing up on the ball, um, and he's like, oh, what, what the fuck? The kid looks up, and the car is empty, and it just starts speeding up, the windows freeze, and he's like, oh no, what's happening? And then the car just stops, and he opens the door, and there's like he's like in some giant cavern, like some cave area, um, and there's like a weird caterpillar in the jar. You think this caterpillar's not important? Believe me, this caterpillar is probably the most important thing in the DC universe, and we'll find out at the end. Um, or you will never see it again sorry <laughs> you, know, you will never see it again <laughs> it's um, a one-off nothing more the kid enters a room this is a the kid enters a room and there's a bunch of chairs thrones or whatever you want to call them and some gargoyles on the wall and we see a robed Jimon Hansu who we recognize from Oh, God, the galaxy? Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I, 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 didn't re- I didn't realize that was a question. I thought that was yeah, I recognize him from God. He, he's pretty He's pretty good he's as well. He's in like everything. He's in every, yeah. Yeah, Gladiator, mm-hmm. Guardian How of the Galaxy, How to Train. Wait, what? Yeah, he was uh, the bad guy in How to Train Your Dragon, too. Oh, oh. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Um, he was in the Diamond one with um, Leonard. I messed up that name completely. I think he was also in Captain Marvel too, right? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same role as the Guardian of Galaxy. And he was in yeah. another DC film, if I'm not mistaken. I'm he sure was. he was in another DC film. I forgot. In I any remember, case, but he was. But yeah, he's in the film too, and he's like a, a robed man, like he's an old man. He's like he's got staff, he's got the cape, he's got the whole shebang. And he says, Matt Sivana. Uh, so that now we have a name for this nerdy kid. And uh, he says, look, I'm the last of the console of wizards sworn to protect the realms from the seven deadly sins. Uh, I'm weak. He seeks a champion to inherit all of his powers. Okay, can so I just he... say something? Sorry. Um, you know when he says, I am the last of the council of wizards, I really wanted the kid or someone say who? Oh <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. Yeah, that would be like be a good yeah, nod. Like, yeah, that's a good nod. Yeah, exactly. And sorry. so yeah, um, you know, and he's also, a... sorry. While I've stopped you, just a quick 
and reference shouting some Easter eggs. Uh, Mr. Mind, we already men- mentioned uh, uh, him. And also the violin that was on fire is a reference to the comic from 1946. The mirror is supposed to be a big role in this movie, but for whatever reason, they didn't go that route. So. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. And so um, he says, look, prove to me that you can be champion. And then so like um, the sins on the wall start speaking to him. And then tell him to take the eyes that weird glowy orb ball thingy, and then try yes, to hit her. Trust the scary voices from the statue. Of angry. He's being eyes. tempted. <laughs> like he's being. Te- this kid's been beat up his whole life, probably, and he's being tempted by these voices. And they because the thing is, they're not just talking to him; they're talking his insecurities. You know what I'm saying? I they're really like, want. Uh, like, your father doesn't love you. Uh, you, you, yeah. you suck. Like I really wanted them to lean onto that bit more. Like. I really wanted them to go, ah, oh, you're a, like, well, in our term, would be, ah, oh, you're a pussy. You ain't going to take it, are you? Well, if you said people, they wouldn't, but yeah, like, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. And so, yeah, he's, he, 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 t- he tries to touch the ball. It shocks him or something. And then he goes, no, the wizard uh, shocks him. It's oh, like, the wizard don't shocks touch him? That. Yeah, so it stops him. Hey, fucker, don't touch that. Look, uh, only the purest of hearts can resist temptation, but you you will never be worthy. And I'm like, ouch, dude, g you don't have to say that, man. Like, it's just yeah, a kid. Not a kid, yeah, exactly. Damn, like, kid. How do you expect this kid to learn? Like, you're just rooting a supervillain, you know? It's like, how how'd you feel being shot on by your brother now being shot on by some stranger with a weird cloak? For real, yeah. yeah like, this like, hobo, kid, yeah, he's just you're building a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> He ends up back in the car, and he's like, "Oh no, I am worthy. Let me out!" And the car crashes because the pet, the dad's like, "Yo, fucking chill." And then like uh, he turns around, car fucking swerves, and then the dad turns around and goes, "You miserable, whiny little shit! You could have gone as good." <laughs> and a car crashes in slow motion. And then the music, <laughs> the Christmas music playing in the background. <laughs> oh my god, that was so. Yeah, so then, yeah, um, kid gets up out of the car, and then we see the dad on the floor outside. He's kind of injured, mm-hmm. and like I, I think the dad's meant to be dying here, but he doesn't die, so it's kind of confusing. And the brother's like, "You did this. This is all your fault." And it's like, "What? <laughs> what? How? No, this is what? Child, like, what? <laughs> Just bully parents, you know." It's just stupid. Anyways, um, he uh, Matt accidentally kicks the magic eight ball, and on the magic eight ball, you see. Come find us. We don't know who it's from. Very ominous. We get back to uh, the the robed wizard dude. Uh, and he's like, seeking a spell. Find me someone worthy, no matter how long it takes. And then... Sorry, can I just say, this? imagine being that seeking spell and bringing so many people and then he's just not giving the power. <laughs> the seeking spell is like, am I a joke to you? Like, I keep bringing people. It's a pretty just... bad seeking spell, though. He, this guy's a pretty shit wizard if you can't find a good success. Yeah. <laughs> and you're using his spell. Like, it's not like, oh, it's just random people I'm picking on the street. It's a seeking spell, and it's just he's just not accepting that the spell is a good spell. Like, and you also ask yourself, like, what was he using before the seeking spell? Was he just like randomly doing it? RNGing kids from the planet. <laughs> yeah, just RNGing, <laughs> just kidnapping the man moments. Will and just like a moment's notice, and just being like, yeah, um... that's that's where all the missing kids in the world go. They're just oh like, my... oh my god. <laughs> That is him. It just brings them there, and he he doesn't teleport them back properly, or <laughs> <laughs> they're lost in some like Ooh, maze. Mountain. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you get the coolest ty- title sequence in a while. Shazam! Bang! Very simple, very easy. In the first few minutes, I'm like, thank fuck, dude. We finally get in the beginning. It's nice, it's cool. And then we get some funky music. I think we're in Philadelphia or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some kid is talking to the cops outside a pawn shop because there was a robbery or something, right? Yeah. And then, you know, the kid's like, oh, yeah, they're in the back. Uh, just go to the back of the store. Easter egg. Um, when they're going inside the shop, there's a little toy of Annabelle because the director is the director of Annabelle. Design. Wait, is this is this the Aquaman guy? No, 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 no. Aquaman did the Conjuring. Annabelle was the spin-off of ah, the Conjuring. DC love their horror film directors, I guess. I mean, horror uh, and comedy works like hand in hand in a way. So, uh, yeah. So the closet, uh, they they oh, sorry, they go to the back, they open the door. It's just a closet, right? And then the kids like, haha, you really fell for that. And then locks the cops up. Or locks the cops in the the building or whatever, and he jumps into the car, uses their computer to find a lady called Rachel Batson, and uh, you know he's about to leave, and then he looks at a cheese stick, and then the guy's like, "Don't touch my cheese stick," and he takes the cheese stick. <laughs> <laughs> now this kid's outside of the house, and he's practicing how he's going to talk to this lady, uh, this Rachel lady. Apparently, it's his mom, and he has flashbacks and uh, about being at a fair. The mom like shoots the dart, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go pro, haha!" And then uh, she went to this like weird compass thing for him. The kid's like, "What the fuck is this? I don't. I want the bear or some shit." <laughs> she's like, "Nah, dude, you you find a way, kid. You find this will take you to wherever you need to go or some cheesy shit." And uh, you know, the kid comes jumps off, and you know, we're he's walking around. He drops the thing, and then a bunch of assholes just start kicking the compass around. Like you don't see a little kid here trying to pick up a compass, and you're just kicking it around. Uh, yeah, what were you gonna say, Hammy? Uh, I was gonna say like I like that how cool the representation of the i the the gifts basically are the toys. They both are items in their life that are the compass of their life goals. So Billy Batson is in search of his mom because that's why he's so attached to the compass thing. And Fawn or Sivan or whatever you want to call them is attached to the eight ball because he's in search of finding the seven deadly sins. I found that oh. representation's pretty cool. See, there's a lot of things I'm missing in this film. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually just like, I watched this film having a good time and nothing else. Brain turned off. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, uh, we get back. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, the kid loses his mom. And he's with the, with the cops. And the cops are like, don't worry, kid. They'll come back. They always will. Spoiler alert, they don't come back. They don't always <laughs> come back. Present day, he knocks on the door. And the lady's like, uh, yeah, hello, can I help you out here? And then he's like, yeah, sorry, uh, I think I'm your son. And then the door opens, and it's definitely not his mom, because it's a nice black lady. <laughs> She's like, like, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about no. that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is the opposite of that scene from Homecoming, where <laughs> Peter Parker opens the door, and it's the dad of the chick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. Okay, anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cops pull up, and he's like, look, you had to take my lunch, kid. Did you save me any fries? <laughs> <laughs> this film's gonna be funny. Uh, so we get back to the like, so we yeah, went a foster house, and apparently Billy's been running away from a bunch of families now, a bunch of good families, all in search for a Rachel Batson. Who uh, there's a bunch of Rachel Batsons he's been looking for. Uh, I forgot the number, but there's like a ton. Uh, and they're like, look, we found a family for you, and uh, this one's a good one, and you have to stay here because uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so the car, and we um, find them just before. just before you go into the car, um, the head of the foster office lady 
Fang, the table, um, there's an Easter egg on it. I don't know if any people got it. The smiley face pens that there was. There was one of them that had the, the drop of blood, like Watchmen. Oh. Wow. Right in the middle. That was pretty cool. Wait, what, what does that have to do with anything? Because DC, I guess. Um, oh, Zack Snyder. Oh, oh yes. I'm here. I I'm, assume it. Like... I am not on today. Holy moly. <laughs> And also, while you said holy moly, uh, I love oh. how they use holy moly a lot because that's a very catchphrasy thing that Billy Bat always says in comics, animation, in everything. Really. I think that was a fun fact in episode one where like you saved me as holy moly or like Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy moly a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only to get the reference years later. So. <laughs> uh, Seven episodes later. Yeah. And so yeah, we enter the car and there's these two. One of the one. Of, so the mom looks like Angelina Jolie. Am I the only one who thought that? I can see the resemblance. That's, but the, that's yeah. not what I thought. And so they're, they're like, hey, look, we get the shtick. We were also foster kids. We also tried to run away and then we find each other. Um, so I don't know if they were siblings or not, <laughs> but they're a family now. And we enter the house and we meet uh, Eugene, who's like a gamer kid, uh, an adorable little girl called Darla, who hugs him straight away. And she's like, yay, Billy, my brother, um, <laughs> who's made a poster. Another older girl applying to college who goes by the name of Mary. And then we see Pedro on the stairs and the last kid is Freddy. And then he's like, look. Uh, so then, you know, the, the dad um, closes the door. He's like, okay, have fun, whatever, right? Yeah. And then the kid, little Freddy, comes up to him and he's like, look, dude, you think it's great? But it gets really violent out here. You see the window? I try to jump out of the window. And that, I have this is why I have this crutch. It gets real Game of Thrones up in here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I have cancer. I have three months to live. <laughs> So that's funny. That's funny. This kid gives no fucks, and he, he's like, ah, "Just kidding." I mean, anyways, check that out. I have a battering, and you also have a bullet uh, with Shaw Superman, and a I'm certified bullet. That's how cool. Like... That's that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Having like that link to all the other movies is really cool. It, well, actually, it's um, there's a comedian in this universe. Uh-huh. It's a different one because you were you were talking about the smiley face, the comedian, right? Watchmen is it not in the same universe usually? But universe. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I thought it was there because I was like, oh, is it? But yeah, 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 I was, I, yeah. I was wrong. No, it's mind. just that the directors are. Oh, is he just nodding at it? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. I was like, is it comedian? Is that why there's like the smiley faces? Is that why? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this? Yeah, so the guy who directed the Watchmen movie is Zack Snyder. Yeah, and he's oh, the and guy he's made... who was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So I'm watching this, and I'm Can thinking. Can I just say something that you overlooked? Probably missed it, or you just thought it's not important. When the mud. I'm just going to call her the mother because I don't remember. Angela Julie. There we go. Yes, (laughs) Angela Julie was um, taking Billy Batten upstairs. Uh, On the way up, she literally says, watch the bump. Uh, He doesn't watch the bump later on. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I just thought that was funny. She actually mentioned this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. I was saying before, yeah, I was watching this and I was thinking, this Freddy kid is probably hammy in the in another time. <laughs> just of what man, like, he's such a fanboy and he just, he's all about the superhero shtick, you know? He, he feels very, he almost feels so self-aware in this universe that it, it works, you know? <laughs> it's nice because it's very nice to have like a touchstone of relativity in the DC universe for once. Yeah, um, I can really Not the same that. way that it's so, like, I parallel it, so, I parallel it, I hearken it. To um, I'm blanking on actors here today. Who's the guy that was the love interest in um, Wonder Woman? Uh, Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. 
Chris Pye. Oh, I was yeah. so close there. Damn it. Ah. Oh. Got the first letter of the word correct. Oh. Yes. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, no, Chris Pine. Chris Pine and uh, how he was meant to be kind of our touchstone of relativity. He mm. was almost kind of too fourth wall breaking. This kind this kid is kind of in a sweet spot for me at least. And I really like how they nor well, they tackled the disability part. The fact that he like we like uh, <laughs> They mentioned how he's disabled, but they didn't make it uh, like, oh, watch out. Like, don't, don't put too much pressure on my legs because I'm disabled. Or, you know, it's a good, it's, it's refreshing well. yeah, that they're normalizing disabilities. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, you know, it is. I mean, it's the cards he's been dealt with, right? And yeah. like, if, once you get dealt those cards, it's just a part of your life, right? You don't highlight it. It's just you now. Yeah. Yeah, I I like how it was just like that's just him. Yeah, it's not like a big deal. It's it's really nice to see like that isn't his yeah. whole personality, right? And yeah, they, I, yeah I, exactly. And and they mention they they cover something about it later on as well, which I am kind. Of, okay, we get to it when we get to it. Sorry. We'll get to it. Yeah, and so um, it's time to eat. You know, time to eat. Huddle up. Uh, but Billy doesn't huddle up for whatever he doesn't feel. Hands on deck. Right. Yeah. Hands on deck. That's it. Yeah. Um, first day at school, um, Dala's giving him the rundown, and then she hugs him, and she says, look, have a happy first day at school, big brother, and then he's like, I'm not really a big brother, and then she, you know, she, she gets oh, upset, sh- damn, dude, Billy, read the fucking room, dude, yeah. like, it's just a little girl, she, she, lo- she, she, she cares about you, man. Yeah, man, uh, like, even if you don't think, like, a family out of these people, you don't still have to say that, like, oh, I'm not really your brother, am I? A little girl, dude, chill out, man. Anyways, yeah, so, the, you know, Freddy takes care of it. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll look after her. Uh, meanwhile, there are a bunch of confessionals from people um, talking about, like, who, like, their kids and they've had similar experiences to what Matt from earlier, who's had, uh, like, to the experiences that he had earlier. Uh, Matt now is now Mark Strong. Great actor. I love him. You guys like Mark Strong? You do. Yep. Good. And then she's like, oh, I have a video about what happened. And so they're like, what video? So they watch the video and a similar thing is happening, right? The door's glowing um, and the alarm clock is like showing a bunch of weird symbols. And so, mm, yep. you know, Dr. Savali runs into a different room mm-hmm. uh, and we see like a bunch, while we're on the way to the other room, we have a whole wall of video feed of other people with similar confessions happening. And so the main lead doctor thinks, oh, this is just mass, what was it, mass hysteria, mass delirium? Yeah, yeah, mass mm-hmm. hysteria. Uh, yeah. When in reality, Mark, you know, Mark Strong is like, nah, dude, this shit happened. Uh, and I fucked it up. I just thought it was a symbol once. I have to repeat the symbol a few times. So seven, he writes the seven times. Yeah, seven times, yeah. And he writes the symbol on the door. And then the, the lady does a really weird thing, the doctor. She goes, no, this is not true or some shit like that, right? No, she, this doesn't make sense. And then she touches, she touches the, door. the door. for whatever, like, as it, this feels very stage directing. <laughs> so, fun fact, um, the, the scientist who touches the word that turns into dust. Sorry, I had to. I really resisted, but I couldn't. Sorry, the one that turns into dust is actually director's wife. Oh, so I wonder what kind of uh, were they fighting the night before? <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I mean, I, she she fucked it yeah, up. But the, the way, but like really her weird. arm, like her elbow was too high up. Like I don't know why she reached so high up to touch the door. It's like a stage. It feels very stage direction. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So she touches the door, 
and her hands start to like get all weird, and then she gets turned to dust, and then she screams. And I'm thinking, nobody heard the scream. Okay. Um, yeah, Mark's when that I think when that scene happened, it was like, well, this is anticlimactic. You know when you see bad CGI happen in front of yes. you in a movie, like it, it happens in front of you, and you're just like, oh shit, it's gonna be one of those. Like you didn't That's... wait to do this, like this yeah, was... yeah. It, it just came out of the blue, and it's not even like a realistic CGI. It's just like, oh man, turning withered, withered, and going away, and just like. I don't know, man. Well, I had, I had a... suspicious. I yeah, I'm just a bit suspicious there. Like, I'm like, like, fuck. Did she have to die? Like, it could have just been like the symbol happened. And he opens the door, right? Like, yeah. I don't see why some lady had to die for it. Yeah, just... I'm telling you, they had. I'm, I'm just telling you, the director just wanted to see that. He needed it. Like... <laughs> what? It was a therapy move. It wasn't a plot move. It's catharsis, yeah. He's just living vicariously. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's also like we need to paint this guy as a bad guy. We have to have a death happen in front of him. And, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know, eating an apple. Let's bite an apple and leave it. We gotta make sure he's a bad guy. Someone dies, and he's like, ah, let me just open the door. Now we know who's a villain. He didn't grab the broom and clean the ashes. <laughs> he opens the door and it's really weird. So like I'm thinking this whole time anyone could just write those symbols on the wall or like on a door and then that would work. Seven times, but yeah. Seven times, yeah. Okay, it's a permanent like okay, that's great. Well if it's um, a guy with no, ADHD. I think, and I think that's dementia. why I think that's the thing. I think you need to sacrifice a life for it to work. I mean there are a lot of people you hate in this world, then... right? Saying like you got you, you write the symbol on the door, Honestly, you invite your me, and then bada bing bada boom, right? It's it's I, it, that's the problem with soft magic. Um, you don't know what the rules are. <sighs> Regardless, I mean, yeah. The one thing I'll say is, you know what? This movie doesn't fuck around. We get straight to the point. He opens the door, becomes a villain straight away, right? He opens the door. He yeah. says, "Listen, Dreamon, you fucked me up as a kid, and now <laughs> I'm back, and I'm gonna take the stone, and I'm gonna release the deadly sins, and this, you know, the orb thing is gonna go into my eye, and he, and I'm gonna look like Sans from what's his face, <laughs> Undertale, because <laughs> I'm old and I have a blue eye, and I'm evil. Oh my god, I didn't see it till now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so you like, he you has know, a point though. Imagine. Uh, old visit guy tells you that like oh you're not worthy when you were a kid like it fucks with your mind and all, all of your parents don't like family don't, don't even treat you well naturally you're going to turn into a villain like I, few, I understand uh, why he's a villain this is one of the few uh, DC villains that feels semi-justified at least right like yeah. you fuck with me I'm going to fuck with you dude like come on man yeah uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah uh. Uh, no, 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 I don't mean in a deeply written like, oh wow, this oh, guy's so not deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's a Joker, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I get it. He, he got fucked up because car crash, and he made his entire life to find him. But like, I don't know. Part of me is like they could have made a, a villain origin like maybe a bit more. I just I, I can't I just feel like this villain origin is very un, not as good as I hoped it would be I was like, okay. yeah yeah 100% 100%, 100%. Charlie, I'm missing one crucial fact Charlie yeah and we've been watching DC films for like the last yeah. few weeks and we've had nothing but horrible villains yeah. <laughs> 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 oh okay I kind of get it you know yeah that's the thing like this this is like hope for future of DC it's not <laughs> like this is good It's this is that's still bad yeah. Writing it where it's like, hey, you made the villain, you know? Like, it's not, it's not anything 
like Oscar worthy, but I'll take it. Please just give yeah, me like, it's something, you know? Right now, you know. One dimensional villains. This is actually a good semi dimensional one. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, we'll take it. We'll we've take reached it. we've reached 2D, so soon it will be three and four. It, it's like <laughs> it's like when, when Marvel has that reputation where it's like all oh, the villains are shit, and you get something just halfway good. It's like oh yeah, finally. It's like when a yeah. it's like when a workforce unionizes and finally gets like all right pay, and you just like realize you should have got that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, my time be grateful for universal healthcare. It's all right. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Carry on, carry uh, on. No, Gmon is like, listen, man, the seven daily sins, they're using you. You're cr- uh, they'll corrupt people, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm thinking, this is Wonder Woman, right? Like, there's a thing with the, there's a thing with these ancient DC villains where, like, they just want to corrupt people. And I'm thinking, do these villains not have anything better to do? Like, there's so much, you can, there's a whole universe out there, and you're just focusing on a small planet of people who are all idiots, and you want to corrupt them? They're already corrupt, buddy. You don't have to do anything. Like, just leave. Yeah, like, if anything, the seven deadly sins have already manifested, like, greatly in this world. We don't yeah. need to worry about them. Like, I, I don't know. Anyways, we're back in the lunchroom. You know, Freddy comes up to Billy. He's like, hey, flight or invisibility? And he's like, what do you mean flight? Like, hey, which superpower would you want? So I'm going to ask you guys, flight or invisibility? Like, even if you ask me anonymously, I would still say flight. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, Because, I'd, like, traveling from one location to another location, I'm just that lazy. <laughs> invisibility yeah. isn't gonna give me any perks like i'm already invisible anyways <laughs> nobody <laughs> looks at me i'm in the corner by myself i'm good <laughs> yeah to be honest uh i think growing up as an adult you know you have to do all this kind of things you know you have to <laughs> it's it's just so so sad if you think about it. You, you and when you're young you're like oh yeah i want to be invisible and do cool shit when you grow up it's like yeah i want flights so i don't have to stick stay in traffic uh, i want flights so i can actually like get somewhere parking, fast man. and not parking like oh tw- no parking oh my god it's great <laughs> congestion <laughs> charge yeah it's like, uh, i don't want to pay for money on flights man flights just are so expensive like i pay two thousand a year on just travel if i if i fly everywhere i'm fucking i'm fucking fine two thousand pounds more rich oh, two thousand pounds this is what goes from my mind whenever people ask powers like another one's like super speed or teleportation i'm just like shit if i have super speed i can do washing up quick i can do the laundry quick <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> bro uh, to be fair I feel like flight is a cooler party trick as well. There's less yeah. invisibility. I feel like it's a Sue Storm situation where you have to unstrip everything and then like, you know. Yeah. If someone yeah. pulls like fire on you, they see you, but then you, you get to the specifics like, hey, there's dust particulates in the air. They'll stick on you. People will eventually see your outline. I Actually, know. I think another cool thing about these questions, like you ask these questions, but you never think of like the repercussions of the questions. Like, yes. like mm-hmm. super, super speed. I think, what was it? Like the flash and mm-hmm. uh, what was the... Quicksilver, it, they're, they're really fast, but like one of the downsides is that they experience time so slowly that everything is so slow to them that they get so like bored and like, yeah, I guess annoyed. We haven't ever thought about like and the also, wrong sides of any of these powers that we might ever get, yeah. And also, it's the fact that like if you have super speed, does that mean you're technically living twice the amount of everyone else, yeah, because you're be. slowing down to match everyone else's speed. Well, Jeez. I even like metabolism because they say you have faster metabolism, and I'm like, gosh, my metabolism is already too fast right now. <laughs> it's so hard for me to like even gain weight. How many? This how many? Like, like, how much do you have to eat? Like you, like being that. I'm okay fast. with that part. That's actually a plus for me. So. <laughs> 
that's, 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 that's like a good a department for me. Anyway, yeah, so, you know, Freddy's like, hey, because it's, it's funny, uh, when you talk, ask a bunch of people, uh, anonymously, they'll always say invisibility because even though it sounds creepy, they'd rather be invisible. But me, I'd want to be, what, did he say he wants to be flight? I forget. Yeah, he says flight. So they go outside, school's finished, you know, and the kids almost hit Freddy and he dents the car with his crutches and the bullies come out and he's like, yo, what the fuck, you dented my car, blah, blah. They start beating him up and then, you know, Billy's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Puts his foot up, starts walking away. And then he's like, oh, you want to go to your mommy? You don't have a mom? Or some shit like that. And then Billy gets triggered because, you know, he's all about his mommy, mommy issues. <laughs> I, I just crutches. wonder, right? I'm, I'm just wondering, if Billy met Steppenwolf, they be like grabbing coffee and they're like, man, I know how you feel, bro. <laughs> I feel like one of these is mommy issues now, though, actually, because you have Martha and now you have Wolf. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, sorry. You start surrounded by men. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, the boys hit back. Billy starts running away. Uh, he runs off into the station and he gets to the train. He's like, ah, fuck you guys, I'm on the train. The doors close and he sits down. And then, you know, the symbols start popping up everywhere. The people on the train disappear. Train goes super fast, the windows get all, you know, you get the whole spiel, the windows get all icy. Yeah. And now Billy is in the same hallway as earlier before. And the guy's like, Billy Budson, I'm the last, blah, blah, blah. And he gives him the whole spiel. He goes, look, long ago, we took, and it's really weird now because we get the whole backstory now. <laughs> earlier with Matt, he gave him like half of the backstory. No cinematics, no little yeah. holograms. But now we get the whole, like, long ago, we chose a champion. We chose recklessly. <laughs> he released the seven deadly sins into the world. And now I vow to only pass, you know, the powers to someone who he considers worthy, right? Someone pure. Okay. Can I just um, say a few things before we continue? Sure. Um, one, the mirror. I want the mirror back. Because the mirror was actually one of the key um elements in the comics that this movie is based on which is the new 52 shazam which is like a whole set i highly recommend reading it it's really fun the mirror is the one that is doing all the expositions and also it's the one that they like, have the argument of morality with billy batson and argues uh. what's good and what is bad and like oh why you were worthy of shazam or why you're not worthy of shazam and all that concept is the whole argument that he has with the mirror. But we are not getting that. And I'm just like, I feel robbed in a way. I feel but... like it would, it would be cool for a sequel, right? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because the mirror the was whole... still there by the end of the movie. So I'm hoping it comes back in the sequel. It would be a cool conversation to have. Billy says something. He says, look, I'm not pure. Which is nice. Because it's like, hey, he, he's at least self-aware enough to realize he's not worthy. Yeah, but I wanted to... I, I wanted... So, so again, sorry. Um... In the comic, I, I know I, I hate being that guy who's like, yeah, but the comics did it like this. But, <laughs> but in the comics, the way they did it was uh, he brought I brought up the idea that it's not about how pure good you are, but it, if how willing you are to do good when the opportunity rises. And then the wizard goes like, oh, shit, yeah, actually, that makes sense. And then he checks again if Billy does good when the opportunity rises and then he sees like oh yeah he does he helped out this guy or that guy or whatever and i think they really should have leaned into that instead of because honestly in real life nobody's pure good like everybody done some bullshit at some time mm -hmm. sorry i thought i thought that was a really good I, opportunity to go I, deep I, but... I think that it would have been like oh if we would have had to see billy do something like yeah, but no. like we did though. We already seen Billy. Uh, like he was about to leave, him. and then he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go back and help this kid." 
Or I think it was more about the mummy comment that triggered him. Like they, they yeah, he didn't like people yeah. that as opposed to him being they a good person. Yeah, but like they could have expositioned it, and like yeah, they could have foreshadowed it in a way. That's like. good. Anyways, yeah. So about something, blah blah blah. He says, "Look, grab my big old stick and touch um, <laughs> it and say like my name, you know." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Look, what's your name?" He goes, "Oh, Shazam." He's like, "What?" <laughs> That's such an appropriate action, though. Like, someone I mean, tells me like my name is Shazam, right? and I'm like. Ah, so here's where it is, yeah, so carry my name, uh, and with it you carry my power, uh, wisdom of Solomon, strength of Hercules, stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus, is it power of Zeus? Um, yeah. What's the, what's the word of Achilles, power of Achilles as well? Something of Achilles, speed of Mercury, and there's where it says Shazam, I just realised. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, bada bing bada boom, now we have Zachary Levi, and he yeah, apparently So, wisdom of Solomon, strength of Hercules... Stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus, and courage of Achilles, and speed of Mercury. Ah, nice. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we get Zachary Levi, mm-hmm. and apparently he's the full amalgamation, the full potential of everything that Billy Batson could ever be. And he says this while Dream One Hansu crumbles into like nothingness, and now we're back on the train. And so this dude's like, yo, 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 like, you're looking sick, bro. You got cold shoes. You got the cape. You're looking sick. It should <laughs> like, work, but it does work. I'm, I'm laughing my ass off here. Yeah. Um, Billy tries to run off with a school bag. Hits his head on the thing because he really he doesn't realize how tall he is. And everyone's looking at him on the subway. They're like, "Oh yeah, looking good, buddy." Haha. Um, back at the home, the foster home. <laughs> I like how like someone in the train, someone in the platform says like, "Hey, baby," and he just literally responds like, "Hey," like I don't know who this person is, but I'm saying hi because they said hey. <laughs> <laughs> Such an innocent you take what you can, right? He's sound bad. Yeah, so they are back at the foster home. They think he's run away. Uh, Fred's in the kitchen doing dishes. He's like, "Hey, I could r- look around for him instead of doing dishes." Haha. What and are you so... gonna do? Run after him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a sign. You know, Billy's there. He's like, "Don't scream." And the guy's like, "Oh no, mom, dad." He goes, "No, no, no. look, it's me, Billy. Look, earlier you asked me about the whole super speed flying invisibility thing, and uh, and I said uh, that's dumb, blah blah." So then he goes outside to him. Uh, he goes, listen, man, I'm recording this or I'm going to call 911 if you're uh, a supervillain that's controlling my mind. So he just buys into it straight away, by the way. He sees mm-hmm. a guy in a super suit and he immediately thinks superpowers instead of a uh, child molester or a kidnapper. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, how do I know you're not a supervillain? He goes, look, it's actually me, Billy. Opens the bag, says, like, hey, look, I stole your bullet. And he drops it into the drain by accident. And then he goes, oh, fuck. So can you fly? He's like, uh, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, just Superman it f- and uh, fly. He goes, okay, cool. He doesn't fly. He falls down. And he's like, haha, okay, let's see what else. Uh, can you be invisible? And he tricks him. And then he goes, listen here, you fucker. Points his finger at him. Lightning fingers, bing, bang, boom. He goes, oh, shit. Like, I got lightning powers. And then they go to a park or something. They're fucking around. I don't know how nobody's seeing this. A lady's getting mugged nearby. And he's like, oh, I can be a superhero. He super speed runs to the lady to save her. But she's already got assaulted because she pepper sprayed him. And I'm like, hey, that's a cool twist. You don't usually get this because we're in the modern era. But now, yeah, she can take care of herself. She's a woman. Haha, uh-huh, right? Yeah. Can I just hey, say, can I just say, I love how they didn't say super speed. They said hyper speed. One, it makes it unique to Shazam. And two, it felt like hyper speed. It didn't felt like super speed, if that makes sense. Like, you're so used to seeing the lightening of Shazam when we see super speed. No, not Shazam, the um, Flash. Flash. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think the, the calling at hyperspeed was the smart move. Sweet. I, I know it's not really a big thing to talk about, but to me, it was important. 
the little things, you know, the little things make the movie. So, like, the lady's like, hey, uh, who are you? And he goes, uh, Freddy comes up and he goes, his name is Thundercrack. Thundercrack. <laughs> that kind of sounds like this, like, I'm an asshole or something else. Okay, how about Mr. Philadelphia or Powerboy? We're figuring it out. And then, you know, Shazam, oh, sorry, Billy accidentally lobs the guy by accident, like, poosh. So now he's got super strength, super speed, lightning powers. And the lady's like, listen, here, take my money. I didn't see anything. I gotta go. Bye. Uh, she, she she wants nothing to do with this. She leaves. Yeah. And the uh, you know Shazam's like, oh shit! Like I got seventy three bucks. We can get beer because okay. I'm adult now. Sorry, can I just say I love? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. I don't know. I'm one of the things I loved about this scene is how his initial reaction was like no like when she paid up and she stopped walking away um shazam's reaction was like no i'm just doing this because it's the good thing to do like he's actually trying to do good and then when freddy's he goes like dude we just made 70 bucks he's like wait a minute that's actually <laughs> not a bad idea that's pretty good yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah. oh the real world the, the real world kind of like taints you in it you need money to survive so you have to yeah. think about it uh, I, like, yeah. I like that 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 sense of like i'm his initial thought is to do good but making money isn't too bad either so mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. in the story's like hey one of your finest beers please and the lady's like yeah sure uh that way and then um, there's another robbery. So Philadelphia is just like well, a bunch of robberies happening in one night. <laughs> These guys have guns this time and they're robbing a corner store. Uh, Shazam's like, oh, I mean, sorry, Billy's like, hey, why handle this with guns when you can handle this like men? And a guest grabs the gun and the other guy shoots him. And they're like, oh, <gasps> and he's like, oh, wait, like, I'm bulletproof. And he's like, oh, but then like, Freddy's like, hey, are you bulletproof or is the suit bulletproof? Shoot him in the face. And he's like, yeah, yeah, shoot him in the face. Wait, what? <laughs> he just gets shot in the face. And he's like, oh, oh, sweet. And they go, pew, 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 pew. There's a bunch of bullets to the face. Nothing happens. And this is going to be a constant theme throughout. They just run in head first to see if he has any powers, which is super dangerous, but super great because it's what kids would do. Yeah, yeah. to be honest, it's, it's actually quite, quite good. Discovering your capabilities before you like go in. It's nice. It's re- yeah. Uh, and so he's like, ha, 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 you're dead. And uh, mm-hmm. locks um, guys out the window. Fun fact, the you're dead part was improvised by Zachary Levi. Yeah, right? I feel like I feel like there's a dis, there's like you know when he he becomes Shazam and when he becomes yeah. like the kid, there's actually like a little bit of a difference. Not gonna lie, like you can tell that the personality isn't the same there. There's a lot but, of childish Shazam, which is really yeah. Weird. That's what I was gonna say. I think yeah, I think Shazam was more childish. Than more childish, child. yeah. It's so much more. Just like wait, isn't the the kid supposed to be more childish for, for some reason? The guy is more childish. I don't know why. It, it could be like you know the wisdom of Solomon and all this other kind of stuff that might change it, but I don't know. It's it'd be the inverse for him then, right? Like if he has the wisdom, <laughs> he'd be more mature. Yeah, well, yeah, wisdom know. doesn't mean um, matureness. Though. Yeah, Maybe wisdom might not be. Wisdom matureness. means having fun in life. You know, you ever think about that? If you're purely yeah. in life, you're just chill. We don't know what what it changes in his mind. It could be like he he doesn't fret over small things. What, what does wisdom mean? The the ability to make choices quicker, the ability to analyze what is okay for you to act like because of a situation. We don't know, but yeah. DC asking the real deep questions from us in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and so yeah, uh, you know they they they're like hey th- thanks for the beers. They leave. They they drink the beers. And they're like, damn, beers are gross. So they go back in and they do what anyone, I think, would and should do. is have a bunch of candies, you know? Candies, junk food, good time. 
you know, and he sees a lady, he's like, hey, lady, we should hang out, like, sometime, because we're, like, both the same age, right? <laughs> and that's exactly how I ask out every girl I meet. <laughs> Back at home, Billy and Freddie sneak home, right? We have yeah. some talk, like, they talk outside for a bit, like, uh, on some stairs, I think. I forget where the place is. Yeah. Uh, it's but literally they... up the stairs where Rocky went up the stairs when he was doing his training. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, um, they get back home and uh, Billy and Freddie are sneaking into the house um, and they're still worried about looking for Billy. The parents, at least, are looking for Billy. Um, and then they're like, you know what, good night, sweetie. And then, yep. you know, he touches, uh, the he steps on the thing that he was meant to watch, yeah. right? Yeah, that's the part, yeah. And then you know, Billy also is like, good night. You know, what's, what's, what's cool is, like, I feel like, you know, the, the family, the mum and dad, I... I, I I actually quite like the mum and dad. They're, they're like the acting isn't even like cringy or or like yeah, like it's they're, legit. They're, they actually give a really good. Would you call it? It's like character development. Character kind of like it makes you connect with a family. And these these the parents like most of the time when you have parents like in, in most movies like superhero movies you get the parents and they're already dead or already whichever what you know they already they, know what they're, 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 they're typecasted yeah they're, yeah, they're, they're typecasted they have yeah. all this these parents you feel them and you go whoa this is yeah you know there, there's like, there's a little bit more there's yeah, a little like, bit more to them like there was um, like when they were talking to each other like the guys are like yeah you said it yourself it's not home oh, or mary was about to say i don't know um, someone said like oh it's not home until you call it home it's something you choose i was like dude don't play with my heart like this like, this, <laughs> is, this is some deep stuff and I mean, it's something we've, yeah. learned, right? we've learned one thing from the dc films is the two parents that i've liked the most so far are these two and the dad from aquaman and the one thing they have in common is they just don't give two fucks like they don't care too much yeah as in they're not this really big uh, you know, voice of wisdom that, like, you know, it's this big they're grand. Realistic. They're just, yeah, they're just, just people who care about their kids. That's really it. They're not perfect. They're just, yeah, they're, and their characters. And I feel like I'd care if these two parents died, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be really upset if these two, two, these two characters died. Please. But, uh, actually, a quick, quick question about um, the parents is like, are they, they're fostering because they can't have children, right? No, because no, they, well, I mean, I don't know if they can't have children, but they're fostering because they were also foster kids. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I just quite like I quite like this. I quite like that kind of that. You know, these kind of storylines, the, the these kind of background to characters, these are what's really good. Well, obviously, villain the villain background was just like really one dimensional, but these ones like yeah, they used to be foster kids. That's why they care so much. And this There's is a lot of like, heart, right? It's a lot more heart, a lot more thought yeah. compared yeah. to like. The villain. Oh, I hate my dad. I hate this. Oh, yeah, you always treat me bad. Let me go and murder you and show you up. <laughs> and also, it, it brings the potentiality that, like, imagine if a family sees this movie and just opens their heart in a sense that maybe we should adopt. And just how much good it does. Yeah, yeah. Work, you know. Like... Um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, they're like, wait, was that Billy? And he's like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, he's got laryngitis or, or the cough or something. And uh, blah, blah, blah. He's going he's gonna to go sleep anyways. So they're like, no, we want to see Billy. We want to talk to Billy. So then he, uh, they run off into Dollar's room. And uh, Dollar's awake. She's like, oh! And then quickly, Billy runs up to <laughs> Dollar and covers her mouth. Uh, Don't scream. Like, oh. Yeah, don't say and then, so they like, he's like, wait, so like, she, she somehow says Shazam, I think. Uh, he goes like, oh, um, don't scream, it's me, Billy, I met this old guy who made me say Shazam, and then he turned me into this, and while he was saying that, because he said Shazam, he... <laughs> yeah. But then the, downstairs, the, the Christmas tree lights break, <laughs> and he's back to normal. 
And they figure out, okay, cool, so if I say Shazam, I'll become big. And if I say Shazam again, I'll become small again. And then they're like, Darla, don't tell anyone. Good sisters don't tell secrets. And then she's like, I'm a good sister, woo! <laughs> I was like, oh, bless. She's like, I, I want more of this little girl. Yeah, like, yeah. so much. Back at, Sav- is it Savannah Industries? Um, Savannah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark Strong walks into the office and he gives like a bad guy speech and he throws his brother out the window and I'm like, oh shit, he threw his brother out the window. Like, it caught, like I remember me and my brothers watching this for the first time and we just got up our seats. Because it was like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, this is the part where, like, this is the part where the CGI comes out and then it's just got, like, you know when you just got like, oh, it's just, it's just a cringy, like, Oh, you know when someone goes like, I'm a badass, I'm going to beat up all these people and it's like so unrealistic. This is like a part where like, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to go into this meeting room and just do this. And you know, it's a superhero movie, I get it, I get it, but it's just... Yeah, so here's the thing. The first time I watched this, I was like, oh, the CG looks so bad, right? Mm. And then the more I watched it, especially the last time I watched it for this review, I realized something. It's not that the CG is bad, it's the lack of blood that makes the CG look bad. Because our brain oh. is thinking like, oh, the head just got chopped off, but there was no cons- there was no reaction. There was action, but there was no reaction. Oh, so like, yeah, because you think so, that blood was bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. So we, we naturally think, oh, that bit just looked weak or bad in terms of CGI because it was like this. But when, I, when you think, when you look at like the lightning or the blending into background or the way it solidified the motion blurs if you check any of these it's fine it's just the lack of the 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 blood or like the sound of breaking bones or things that make the movie pg-13 yeah makes this 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 scene and this and this scene itself i felt was so unneeded kind of like a little bit too unneeded you know there's no uh, the progression of a character. You know, you go far, you push someone, you get the idealism, you get the what the ideology of things and how it works. This this part is just like, oh, I hate you. It's just so unnecessary. I think to an extent we've been a little bit spoiled with like Thanos and Loki, yeah. and maybe even General Zod to an extent. Where we've had villains who have motivations, right? We've seen a lot of films. A Black Panther, have, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, like these villains have like really great motivations. Yeah. Uh, and we expect that from every film. I think for this, they just wanted to get from A to B as fast as they can, because this film is more about Billy and the whole family. family yeah. And you can Maybe. feel it, like you can feel that they spend more time focusing on the family part than the super villain and the bad yeah, guys part. Again, uh, it's maybe we've been beaten up so badly by the other DC films. <laughs> but like, I'm taking any muscle of goodness I can, right? <laughs> so I'm willing to like give them some leeway in, even though it's a two hours and like, uh, and then some film. They, yeah, sure, they had a lot of time to give us a really good, strong villain. But I think they just wanted, hey, give us a bad guy, show him being bad. Um, and we'll focus more about Billy, not even about Shazam, like the whole superpower aspect, but just Billy and his journey into like trying to be accepted into a family. So I agree, yeah, it was kind of like meh, but I think they just kind of wanted to like dial it, like drill it down home, like, hey, this is the scene where we see him have his supervillain powers, right? Because yeah. um, once we have this, I think the next time we see him is in the next fight with um, Shazam yeah. later on. So they kind of need to kind of establish, oh no, he's gone off the deep end. Like he he's all about resentment. And it's kind of a parallel to um, Billy in the sense where Billy is all about, he's trying to find family, right? He's trying to find his mom um, and he fits into a family later on. This guy already knows his dad and he hates him. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's, 
he, he wants to he run gets... away from his family. Yeah. Whereas Billy's trying to run towards his family. Yeah, we have been literally spoiled. We have this. Yeah, uh... But I, again, like, but again, I don't think this scene was. Again, I don't think it was. Wow, how many times did I say again? Um, again I don't again, think again, it was again. needed at all. Um, I think it was just. Um, it was there just to make us like, like you know how the scientists got burned and died yeah. for no reason. I think yeah. it's the same concept. I think like he just came here to kill everyone because one, they had big big actors that they wanted to um, end use again. Yeah, yeah, use them and end the arc for them because they were used and everybody going to ask like, oh, what happened to them? Them, um, and also they wanted to bring out like oh this guy is the bad guy so make sure that you know that this guy is the bad guy so yeah, he's gonna kill everyone i don't really need, like to uh, to be honest like i don't really want only i think you're looking at it biasly <laughs> yeah I, I don't really want a, a deep villain for this movie anyway like i'm just like yeah whatever like yeah show me, show me that he's bad and then cool like whatever i don't care about the dad anyway i don't care about the brother yeah there's but... no way you can ever make me care about that's that. that's that's what that's why it's pg-13 like you said you know yeah. we, we we hate complex characters we just want a cut and dry character he's bad he's good <laughs> good wins in the end and those are the movies that we always see and it's like you know but this is for kids kids are still developing that what's good what's right they just want to see a villain get beaten up and they want to see how True. bad a villain is and which is why it's pg-13 and it's like you said it's a good origin movie because it just goes straight into him growing up as being someone but yeah. at the same time i think for for us adults it's just like oh god that's of course <laughs> yeah. oh yeah He's gonna kill them. Uh -huh. Throw them out the window. And when he throws the person out the window, no police got called. Nothing is just like. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's so instantaneous. Like, this scene happens in like two minutes. So, like, I don't think that would have been time. But yeah, it was kind of. <laughs> See, they throw him out the window. So, wait, he throws his brother out the window, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, the other guy just, like, the seven deadly sins come out now, and they're all like beasts. And again, I think I talked about this the first time I watched this with Hammy, yeah. which was. Could you not have cast humans for this role? Yeah. Because the seven we've had how many CG villains in DC films where it would have been nice, even if it, they were kind of like stylized in a really weird way, yeah. to look like, I guess, CWE or like Disney Channel original movie-ish kind of way, where it's just a bunch of villains where they manifest as people, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it would have been cool. Uh, instead, we get these CG bad guys, which is whatever. Seven, like, seven, that eight people? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, one of them eats the guy, and they're all just fucking up the office. Um, one of the guys outside is like, also the security guy is like, he just is about to open the door, but then he sees, oh shit, no, better not open this door. There's a lot of fucked up shit happening inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's even more cringy when they're all at the door, like the windows, and being like pounding on it. And it's like, it's, it, you know, to, to us adults, to kids, it's like, oh, it's so evil. But to us adults, it's like, God, this is such a, a, a cliche. Yeah. Oh, Banging on the door. Like imagine, imagine that 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 window when they were being thrown banged against it. Imagine there was like splash of blood. How much cooler would it look if it had like a little bit of blood in the scene? Yeah, it would have made it much more menacing to me at least. Mm -hmm. like, you want to do CG seven cents? Sure. At least, uh, okay. I'm gonna come back to that at the end of the movie. Yeah. But, it's Oh, we're just basically going on the round the hell. Oh, so cliche. It's PG thirteen. And we got. And also, they wanted to. They wanted to sell toys. 
yeah so it makes sense. Fair, like i'm thinking about like shock shock boy and love ago how cliche those movies were as well. <laughs> yeah. and we love them so this is gonna be, be someone's uh... first superhero movie as well right like i can imagine this is like i can imagine my son or my daughter watching this for the first time being like oh this is great and then, yeah it would be great for them as like an eight-year-old who's never oh, seen a superhero film yeah. i just i just remembered like you know when you see all these cool movies and you're like oh man you know what this this movie looks really cool it looks like it's it looks like it's actually a little bit serious or something like that and you're like you know what I bet my brother would love it. You know, he always takes me to watch adult movies. I'll I'll choose a good movie, and you think you've chosen an adult movie for him? Something that's actually really cool. But actually, it's like the most terriblest, kiddiest movie ever. You you take them there. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I'll come watch it, the movie with you. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna love it. It's it's actually got serious. And it's actually serious and adult like. And you just, they just sit through that fucking movie, just like smiling at it. But inside, they're just like, "God, this is so fucking cringy." It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like when when a child draws a painting and then brings it to you, and it's like, "How does it look?" And like you can't say like it doesn't look good. You're like, "Yeah, it looks amazing." But like you're smiling, but like where is that going? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, before before they leave the room uh one of the uh so you know mark strong is all about like i want to be the most powerful blah 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 like you can't give me anything dad i don't even want the shitty company and then one of the sins says oh there's one more powerful than you actually the wizard's champion kill the champion or you i love that bit i Jesus. loved it he was like i'm the most powerful like, um actually you're not <laughs> it's like you felt such a you know that uh, what was, uh, the the that Disney um, animation from years ago, the Snow White and the oh um, Snow White is like oh am I the priest? Nope. Yeah, uh, Snow yeah, White. yeah. That... <laughs> What's, what's really strange is like okay so this movie takes place after Justice League. Yeah. Superman and the Flash are alive, right? Like why? No, what do you Superman mean? Superman isn't. Superman's Wait. um Oh no yeah is it after Justice League? This is after yeah. Justice League. Yeah, so after Justice League. Fuck really? Yeah. Sounds like wait there's only one more powerful than you Mark Strong? Are you sure about that? Cuz Superman no, but I exists. think I think it was in Philadelphia. That's kind of weird. <laughs> like the most powerful in Philadelphia. I think that's oh, a very weird <laughs> kind of uh... Yeah, so he goes, look, Greed, you can have my dad, like, fucking fuck up my dad. And then Greed fucks up his dad. Back at school, the two bullies, uh, Cars gets totaled by Billy, uh, assuming he's in Shazam form. And I'm kind of confused as to how nobody saw this. Um, super speed. Cool, I guess. Um, also a very fucked up thing to do, actually. But again, he's a kid, so whatever. And uh, they break out of school. It's kind of a funny thing where they're like, oh, you need your parents to uh, get you out of school. And then he goes, oh, yeah, let me get my dad. And then he switches into Shazam wearing, like, a trench coat. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, you're, the, you're everyone's favorite security guy. Yeah, um, I'm going to, let's uh, let's get, uh, I'm going to get my son and my other son, who's definitely related to this son, out of the school. Thanks, Mr. Moran or something. Or Moran. Moran, right? Moran, yeah. And he goes, oh, it's Moran. And he goes, like, it's Moran. It's Moran, yeah. Um, so they have, like, a, a montage of, like, uh, showing superpowers. Really fun. I thought this was actually really fun. What did you guys think? I, I like how they brought the concept of YouTube because that's something the kid would do. Like, it feels like, kind of, you know, Kick-Ass? Yeah. It feels very much, I mean, I know Kick-Ass didn't do this, but like, I saw YouTube in this and I usually I really cringe when I see social media in any kind of film because mm-hmm. it kind of dates the movie and it kind of wants to relate to us because it's like, hey, you use YouTube, you use Twitter, you use Instagram or and stuff like that. What was cool about it, it was that it was YouTube, but it didn't show that it was YouTube. We all know it was YouTube because of the layout. Yeah. 
Of the... And it was, it was more like this kid would do that. Like, it's just yeah, like... something kids would do. And yeah, so they have a whole montage where they test out his powers with Don't Stop Me Now playing in the background. Really Don't fun. stop me now. I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Actually, I just noticed. Um, the school that they go to, it's they've got a security checkpoint. Oh, yeah, the, the, that's... Yeah, that's the most they've got, they got bloody, yeah, they got a security checkpoint coming out. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> damn, so, America. No, we have it here as well. My old school had it as well. Oh, for like knives? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> like, it's, it's quite, it's more common than you think. It's kind of wild. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Uh, they have a bunch of Superman references, like leaping a building in a simple bound. And so they're racking up YouTube views. You know, he's charging phones with his, like, lightning. <laughs> he's breaking ATMs. He's getting a bunch of coke cans. They shoot invisibility, but it's not... It's, 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 um, what's it called? Flame retardation? Being flame-proof or something? <laughs> really fun. <laughs> uh, breaking the hands with the hammer. Going into a strip club. Oh, really fun times. They even want to invest in a Batcave. So then back at school again. Bullies want to pick on Freddy again. And he's like, haha, you don't have to pick on me. I have a friend. I'm friends with the Red Cyclone guy. And they're like, oh, you know him? He goes, yeah, tomorrow at lunchtime, you'll see. He'll be here. And if he's not here, kick my ass. And then Billy's like, dude, um, I don't I don't feel comfortable about this. And it's kind of confusing as to why Billy wouldn't feel comfortable about this. But in any, in any case, they're talking about the superhero at dinner with the family again. Darla's being super quiet about it. <laughs> and then they're all talking about stuff. I think they had just some weird, like, passive-aggressive conversation between Billy and Freddy. Yeah. Um, Everyone needs a sidekick, right? No, he goes, yeah, and then he's like... Name me one cool sidekick. Alright, name one cool sidekick then, guys. I'm Robin. Is he cool? Any of them. Pick any of them. They're all cool. Night, a Nightwing. Um, Red Hood. I think Robin's cool when he's not a sidekick. Red Robin. You know? Damien Wayne. He's mm-hmm. a sidekick, but he's still a cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway... I can go uh, on. There are so many sidekicks that are cool, <laughs> but yeah. I picked the wrong fight. I picked the wrong fight. Um, <laughs> what happens? Uh, school happens... And then, so Shazam is doing what he does, takes pictures with the fans, and sees Mary reading a letter oh. and crossing the street. Yeah, she's about to get hit by like a truck or a van, stops her from getting hit, and he's like, hey Mary, are you okay? And she's like, how do you know my name? And then he's like, oh, my superpower is guessing names, haha. And then she's just kind of upset, um, not that she didn't get to college, that she did get to the college, because she doesn't want to leave her family. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, look, don't worry about everyone else, dude, take care of yourself, take care of number one. That's what Gandhi said. Or someone like Gandhi. I think Yoda said it. To kind of, I think he kind of reveals that he knows that she's in like a foster home or some shit. Uh, back at school, everyone's waiting for the red cyclone to show up. Uh, everyone's around uh, Freddy. Um, and then he fakes a phone call. And he's like, oh yeah, oh, oh right, oh yeah, you're going to be in fact, oh yeah. And then, so you know, someone picks up the phone. He's like, oh, he's not talking to anyone. Everyone laughs at him. And then the bullies are like, <laughs> we're going to fuck you up now. Meanwhile, back at the place where Rocky was, I think. Yeah. He's like, lightning. Lightning with my hands. Hands with lightning <laughs> uh, to the theme of Eye of the Tiger. And then Freddy shows up, kicks like the, the music box, and he's like, listen here, fucker. I got a suitcase wedgie. Do you know what a suitcase wedgie is? It's when I'm held like a suitcase with my underwear. And then Billy's like, oh, oh fuck off, dude. And he just like blasts lightning into the air, which is a bus. And then the bus is about to like fall off this bridge or something. And then Billy's like, oh shit, oh god, uh, I, I don't know what to do. And he brings like a mattress. <laughs> I like how like, nobody held him accountable for that. Like, yeah, really Nobody weird. Nobody was like, yeah, you did that. But he, but everyone was like, oh, you saved him. It was like, yeah, but 
he caused it as well and there was so many cameras recording it happening at the time i, I just like the fact that like he he puts the mattress there thinking that's a good idea and yeah i was like the driver's like no <laughs> like don't do that the wisdom uh, of solomon <laughs> Wisdom of Solomon in yeah, full effect. Exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he catches the bus. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to put the... Oh, wait, no. Move, dog. Dog, move. Please, dog, move. And someone in the background is recording. Great touch. I think I, I think that was a cool touch. Uh, Post the bus down. High fives, everyone. There's a news report. He gets all the credit. Billy is super excited. Freddy's not excited, though, however. Freddy's like, hey, listen here, dude. I would kill to have what you have. All this power. And yeah. all you turned out to be was a show-off and a bully. Is it like this is the part that he goes like, "Oh, you're jealous that you don't have these powers," and goes like, "No shit, like of course I, w- I wish I had those powers. Like I'm literally invisible because nobody wants to look at me because I'm disabled." And I thought that. I f- yeah, exactly. I was like, "Yo, this is this is good." I, I felt like, it more. I was not like, expecting it. Yeah, I, I felt it more not only because he would love to have those superpowers and like actually, but like he's a super fan. Like he's a like yeah. a DC super fan by all accounts, right? And I think that's every kid's dream is to have superpowers to an extent. Yeah, and you're not getting superpowers, but some random kid who just doesn't give a fuck about them kind of gets them. Yeah, but like, like and he doesn't even with, know what to do with them. Yeah, like I feel like it, it would just suck. Like it's like it would really suck. So yeah, you do feel for the kid, especially because imagine, cause imagine like imagine a, a coworker that goes like, I don't understand why Batman didn't show up in Avengers. Get superpowers. Yeah. If so, like, someone like that gets superpowers, I'd be like furious. Of course, I would help them out if they need help, but. I still be furious. Like it reminds you of the time you are like in tenth grade. You know, you'll really like a girl, and she's like, "Oh no, uh, I don't like you." And then she goes for the guy that doesn't even know she exists, right? <laughs> I feel like that was personal, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Um, you know, Freddie. Can I just off. say, like, the, the the glasses on the bus? That's some glasses, man. How did it not break? Oh, the glass on the window, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, he catches the whole weight of the bus using that glass. No idea. I'm surprised there was no, like, even, like, casualties on the bus. Like, even, like, a broken armor. Or yeah, like, some, like, not even, not even, like, bruise or something. Like, yeah, sorry. Because yeah, you see sorry. someone, like, go from all the way from the back to the front, like, push. Any case, uh, you know, Mark Strong levitates slowly into the, from the background. It's like, it was really done nicely, I think, the way he just, like, kind of floats back into the screen. Mm-hmm. And then he, he picks up Zach Levi's like, yo, give me your powers or die. And then Zach Levi's like, oh, shit, bad guy, bad guy. Oh, I should have you know, though, I'm really strong. Uh, I don't think you can hurt me. Gets socked real hard in the stomach. He gets punched again, and now he's bleeding. And then he's like, oh, shit. And then he gets lifted up by the neck, and Mark Strong just flies up, carries him from the neck. And he's like, okay, you fucker, time to die. Drops him. Fun fact, the scene that he gets uppercut into the cop's car, they did that in one shot. Um, the stuntman had had been practicing for so long that he was like, he did it in one shot. I thought oh, that was impressive. So that is a fun fact. What happens? Oh, he's so, falling so he from the sky. In the sky like, I believe dropping. I can fly. I believe I can fly. And he and then the screen goes black. The next scene. <laughs> Sorry, I just love how he goes like, Superman. What arm is it? On his way down <laughs> while he's trying to make a Superman pose. That was just so <laughs> jokes. I think it was pretty funny too. Yeah. The CG doesn't look so bad here, actually. You can tell the green screen is down, but no one has to take you out. Screen goes black. Zach Levi's floating above the floor. He's like, oh, what? And he pushes against the floor with his finger, starts levitating. He's like, oh, whoa, I'm floating, I'm floating. And he gets hit by a car or a van. Where's the Masala man? <laughs> um, 
Anyways, he's still a child. That's true, but with him or Solomon, you know. Yeah, at this point, I'm just questioning what is the wisdom of Solomon. <laughs> every <laughs> second, every <laughs> second, sound. like they're trying to question every single um uh, uh power he has. Like, all right, you know, you get it. Mercury, which is Hermes. You know, you get Zeus, the lightning, sure. But then he's just like, so what does uh, bravery of Achilles? He doesn't seem brave at yeah. times. <laughs> um, brave, you know. And they say yeah. that the line of bravery is stupid is a very thin line. So you know, or the line yeah. between. Bravery is a very thin line, so yeah. Superhero fight. I just read a superhero fight. I don't know if anything of note happens during this okay, fight. So he gets smashed into the ground, they get into the um, so he lands inside a changing room or um, fitting room or whatever you want to call it. And he's like, yeah, there are like two ladies discussing something outside. And he's like, I'm just going to use this room for a few seconds. And then he closed the door. He starts talking to himself, saying like, oh, you don't have to fight this guy. There's no reason for you to. Yeah, you should just run away. You should run away. And then Savon just appears behind him, smashes him through the, um, the wall. And in the other room, it's a toy room. And he's just picking up toys, thrown at him, picks a Batman toy, tells him, <laughs> go get him, Batman. And then <laughs> trying to run away in each aisle. And then he ends up on the piano aisle. Easter egg, this is a reference to Big. Big, right, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of funny. It's full circle going around. Oh, okay. And so Shazam kind of he goes, Shazam, back into Billy. And I'm thinking he should have just done this, like, earlier. Yeah. Uh, another fun fact, when he's flying away, trying to run away from Savan. In the background, there is a group of people that are just standing there. There is a, a video on YouTube, the director talked about this, how he, like everybody, missed it and they didn't see the, that the crew are in the shop. So he was <laughs> like, I had like a matter of hours to fix this, so I couldn't even reshoot this. So what I did, I give every member, like few of the members, some bags and I put a mopping um, stuff in well, front he, of another. Yeah, he did, he did that after the fact, <laughs> and then it, it it looks as if there are people in the mop that are in the mall that are shopping. I so didn't even notice. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't even notice. And also another fun fact: when they were doing the shooting in the mall, they couldn't hire the whole. They couldn't shut down the mall, so the people that are there that are shopping are actually people there shopping. They're not credited for the film. I'd be super pissed if I was like, if I see myself in the background of a, sh- of a DC film and I just don't get any money. money. I'm putting that on my IMDb, you know? Another fun fact. Sorry, there's like a bunch of fun facts in this. So one. many fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> when Shazam goes back to Billy Batson, like, what goes to a child and it starts to run away, there's a monitor in the background that's playing a cartoon. That cartoon is actually a short directed by the director of the movie Shazam. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, okay, cool. I mean, like, that's a, bunch, that's a bunch of cool Easter eggs here. Well, what happens? What happens? So, yeah, oh, um, you know. Um, then Freddy comes down, is shouting, like, Billy, Billy, and Savant sees him. I just thought that was stupid. I, okay, honest to God, I thought that was so stupid. He's just like, for Billy! So, yeah, Billy! Exactly. The whole time. For someone who's into really, like, superhero and supervillain thing, why would you shout the first name of the guy who is the hero? You should know better. You shouldn't be shouting that. And Savant's catches him smashes him to a locker it's 
and he's like, oh, my mind is blank. You're not going to be able to use telepathy. <laughs> I'm going to resist. And Savan is, I'm not going to use telepathy. You're just going to tell me everything because I'm going to, I'm like super villain. Oh, okay, yeah. Thank you. Because I just, whenever a fight happens, my brain just switches off. Like, I've seen enough You're of these. You're just enjoying the fight scene too much. I just, yeah, you know what it is? I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like This is funny. Yeah, that's that. that yeah. My mind is blank and everything. This is, this is kind of funny. But yeah, I, I do agree. Like, I mean, they're kids. They're kids, you know. You gotta say, yeah, they're but kids. Like, you know. he, he's a kid that's been into superheroes very much. Like, he's been actively into superheroes. So, I, and he's been like analyzing what to do. And he's been with Shazam in his journey. So, why did he not? like it's such a normal thing to remember that everybody has a superhero name what's the whole point of superhero name you're you're trying to come up with his superhero name for a reason it's not just yeah, for to protect uh, his identity yeah, yeah. exactly we can try place to the rest because there's not really anything that crazy that happens for the rest of the film you know billy's back at home and the parents are giving him like shit for like i think running out of school or missing school or something yeah. Eugene, you know, speaks to Billy. He goes, look, man. Uh, oh, sorry. Mary and the other kids figure out that Billy's Shazam because uh, of the news report. She's um, like, I am a good sister. I kept the secret. You got to figure it out. Haha, I didn't yeah. break any promises. So then uh, apparently Eugene used his hacky hack skills to tell to find out that Billy's mom is like nearby. She's actually two train stops away. And then she doesn't go by Rachel Batson. She goes by her maiden's name. That's why he couldn't find her. They give him the address. Billy runs out of the house, runs away. Parents run after him. And just as the kids are about to like, so the kids close the door and then Mark Strong enters the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey kids, uh, what a shithole you live in. <laughs> that was such a British um, accent. I don't know if anyone else thought that. I, I, I didn't. Uh, like, it felt so British. I was like, ah, you're like somebody. Billy finds his mom at some apartment place. Turns out she's in a very tricky spot in a bad place in life, right? And then we see the flashback from earlier again. That where, bit. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry. First, can I just say Easter egg? The mom's house number is 707, 7th floor, 7th room. This movie's theme runs around number 7 a lot. 7 deadly sins. 7 deadly yeah. sins, 7 children, 7 whatever. The title was 7 letters, right? Shazam! Exclamation <laughs> mark! <laughs> and also, it's the fact that it's the 7th movie in DC. Um, I just oh, it. shoot! Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Aquaman was sixth, and this is seven. Wow, I'm not on. Like, uh, there's so many things that are going over my head. And also, when... DC films, you just your brain just rots, dude. <laughs> when the mom is having the flashback, I love how one the tone of the mom speaking is so different from what she remembers and what he remembered. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah, that, I really like that because when she goes like, "Mom's not exactly going pro here." Yeah. She's kind of like, mom's not going to but like earlier on, she was like, okay, sweetie, mom's not exactly going pro here. Like in a yeah. very, yeah. Love it. And also in the flashback of the mom, the mother was wearing a gray hat, black gloves, and a different color for the bag. I think it was brown yeah. bag. And also her hair was um, straightened. Whereas Billy's memory, she was wearing white and um, red bag. And curly hairs. And very I was colorful. Like, very, yeah. yeah, very bright and very lively. And I was like, yo, these are some deep stuff. Like how you remember something and how it actually happened. It's two different things. And I, I love that concept. That's I don't know if it's deep, but yeah, I did enjoy the parallels of like how they both envision and remember things. 
I like uh, I like how they put this in. I'm just like I'm just questioning what are the kids gonna ask him, Peter? But that's his mum, right? Why doesn't if she loves him, why doesn't she look after him? Blah 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 blah. That's cool. Like, now you know? now, son, <laughs> you. now son, shut up and try to enjoy this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it. This is my bit. The fight is your bit. bit. This is my bit. Yeah. It's like, but I don't understand. And you and the dad or mom is just like, Yeah, should I look after a kid if I can't provide for him? Maybe I should give him up adoption. He'll probably have a better life than being with me no <laughs> kids are like i don't understand some more it's good it's good that's and yeah it's really you get that the mother's not like too elated to see him because she's just like she's not really excited to see him she's not giving him any hugs she's not like ah. she just says hey like you're good right like okay that's good cool great nice and then freddie's just like kind of underwhelmed at this point uh, so not Freddy, Billy is kind of underwhelmed. Gives her the little compass that he got from the beginning. She goes, what the fuck is this? He goes, uh, something to find your way or some shit. Yeah. Right? She, he, he said, like, you're going to need it more than me. Uh, yeah. And then, so Billy leaves. He gets a call from Freddy. And he's like, hey, Freddy, look, I'm, I'm going to come back. Whatever. Like, I found my mom. She's not as cool. You guys are my real family. Uh, and then it's Mark Strong on the phone being like, get your ass here or I'll kill your whole family or something like that. And then we get, I think, one of the cooler scenes in any kind of i think this is one of the coolest scenes in dc eu's run so far i think where it's the best transformation ever where billy you know he runs from the top of the building he jumps and he goes shazam transforms and then flies straight away this is the money shot i think of the whole film it looks really cool i just think it was like i'd I'd be doing this the whole film you know like there should have been more shazam 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 the whole time but i guess you know budget whatever story cool he ends up back home yeah superhero landing ends up back home uh, the kids are like worried, blah blah blah. Uh, Mark Strong is like, "Yo, uh, what was it? Give me your powers." Yeah, I think something like that. Give me your powers. So he uh, he opens the door, goes inside. Yeah, the, the kids will go inside there too, right? Uh, eventually, not not together. So right. first, it's just Billy and Savan, and then to get the staff to give him the powers, right? Yeah. So then they go in to get the staff so that they can grab it. And say Shazam, so the powers would flow through the other guy. And then when they go there, all the seven little sins come out again, still don't like their designs. And then family <laughs> bring in uh, weapons to protect against bad guys, which makes sense. And mm-hmm. one of them throws the Batarang, which Freddy had, and he actually yep. hurt him. Yes. And it starts to bleed. I think it did it stick in his head. <laughs> or did it just like. <laughs> it made him bleed, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, it made him bleed. And then when all the some of the lessons went back to him, he healed the blood. Does that make sense? So he yeah. really recovered. And then that's when they figured, like, ah, so when the some of the lessons are out, he's just a human. So something happens when they run away, right? And then so basically, about- when every, uh, all the some of the lessons go back inside him, Shazam just throws him across the. Uh, grabs the Batarang. And, and fills it up with lightning and then stabs him and throws him across the room and they start running away and there's a area which is infinite doors. There are so many references. Doors, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry? It's like, it's like a multiverse kind of here, right? Yeah, exactly. Like there, there are so many references here. Well, one of the big ones is the crocodile men that are there. But like he opens the door and then there are like crocodiles playing card. Fun fact: the guy there's only one crocodile. The rest are CG, and that crocodile is <laughs> actually um, the director himself. Oh, yeah, they made the costume for him, and he was he played that part. A lot of self inserts. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they were like, "Okay, no more doors," uh, because one of them tried to eat them. Each one was dangerous. 
and I think it would have been cool to see like some kind of um, DC like super cool reference. I don't know if there were any, but yeah, I think there might have been. I don't know. And, uh, I have I didn't go through every single scene, but there are possibilities. Be? But maybe they just didn't want to do anything too groundbreaking in this film. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So they ask Shazam, "How did you get away the first time?" Because like, oh, I just thought about it about a different place. And I got out, and they're like, all right, think of some other place so we can get out. And he closes on his eyes, and he thinks of the strip club, because why not? They come out of the strip club, and um, what was the little girl's name? Darla. Darla. They covered her eyes, and she yeah. was like, but I want to see. And they're like, you're far too young for this. And I, I, mean, I want to see too, man. <laughs> and then they decided to go to the... Fair, which is full circle because it started with the fair, Billy losing his mom in a yep. fair. Yep. Uh, do you want to take this? Or... Uh, <laughs> I love, I mean, I I love like, how... I have like three pages. Of, I have, the thing is, the first 50 minutes of this movie have like three pages each of synopsis, right? And then like this last bit has like a page and each page, each part of the page is like one line of what <laughs> happens. So I'll tell you what happened and what I remember from it because it's just yeah. like... I was. I think I was just kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I'm here for the ride. I don't want to ride too much. So, uh, but yeah. They run into the fair, and then because he's in Shazam form, everyone wants to take a picture with him. So he says Shazam and goes back to being a Billy Batson. But because of the lightning, Savan spots them and starts to fly over there. And then the Santa from the mall sees Savan <laughs> and he's like, oh no, run! <laughs> I love that. That was the best panic throughout every like superhero movies. And, <laughs> and then everyone started to run away. The Savannah start blowing different tractions to smoke out Shazam. And he's like, oh, what sort of a hero are you? You're not going to protect anyone. And, you know, some generic bad guy speeches. And he says, like, oh, what sort of a hero am I who can't even protect his family? So he does the trailer shot. Where he walks, while he's walking, he says Shazam, and halfway through his walk, he turns into Zachary Levi, yeah. and then he starts flying up. The the fight begins. He gets grabbed and thrown back to the ground, and then the demon, uh, the seven deadly sins, um, split out. He starts to have a, like a superhero music, but as soon as he starts to grab the first demon, the demon turns into smoke, and then grabs his cape. Do it right, yeah, and then and then, then smashes him to the ground. Two things. I love the music, how it was like superhero music, and then he got cut off, and the villains start to beat them. And also it, the fact that he, he grabbed the cape. I was like, if Edna was here, she'd be like, no capes, no capes, <laughs> no capes. She would be. Oh, that's uh, one that confused me actually. So I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but like, uh, yeah. Armstrong catches Billy and puts his head in water. For some reason, when he's in water, he can't. Yeah, underneath the water, when he couldn't say Shazam. Because he was getting choked with water. Soft oh, magic rules. Yeah, I just thought he couldn't say his I was kind of confused by it. Yeah, because he was underwater. He couldn't actually get the word out. Which technically, if you think about it, he kind of did. Because we could hear it. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. Soft magic rules, you know? Mary grabs a gun, shoots towards Savant. So Savant tries to grab the bullet in midair. And let's go off Billy. And Billy, like, takes his head out and says Shazam, and there's an explosion. Uh, Savan runs away, but by now all the demons have captured all the other siblings. He's like, I'm going to kill the little girl if you are going to, if you're not going to come in here and 
give me your powers. Oh, yeah. So he comes forward. He kneels down. He goes like, sure, I give it to you. He gives uh, all the demons go back inside to Savan. And before he does it, he figures out something that the other visit said. How he had seven different brothers and sisters. And the power, like he had to open his heart and shits like that. You know, Gen- generic stuff. Superhero. Yeah. yeah, generic stuff. And beats Vaughn, turns around, hands on deck. I like this bit. He goes, like, say my name so the power can go through. Oh, yeah. yeah and everyone right. says, Billy. Like, no, no. Billy. <laughs> and then they say Shazam. And everybody's, a, is, it's a Shazam family. And, um, and then we get Megan good. Yeah, this is the part I was kind of like, oh, yeah. Because everyone grows up and becomes her. But you yeah. get Adam Brody, which is really good. I think that was a really good casting choice. Ross Butler, who I've always like liked anything I've seen him in, and Megan Good, dude. Megan Good. I don't know if you know enough about Megan Good, but she's she's been the it girl for a very long time, and it's really good to see her in a DC film or in any kind of superhero capacity. Cool, 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 cool. Super hot. I'm sorry, super, super hot. <laughs> and then yeah, so uh, the first thing is that Freddy can fly. And I, I feel like that was so heartwarming because the guy who can't walk is the first to master flying. Yes. Oh, wait, actually, that was what I was going to ask. So that was a weird thing for me where I, I didn't know if they all got his powers or just like yeah, had some of his powers and then some had the accentuated parts That's of That's what power. I thought as well. I thought all of them had like one of, their, of each power or something like that. No, they all have his powers. It's just that um, they master different power at a different time. So it depends on their personality and what kind of... Like, remember that he didn't master all of his powers at one go. He had to practice and figure it out over time. Like he didn't. He wasn't like, uh, like he oh, wasn't flying from the So he hasn't mastered get-go. wisdom of Solomon yet. There we go. It's not working. Oh, cool, cool. And the bravery of Achilles. Uh, it just hasn't mastered it yet. Cool. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I was gonna say because I thought that like they had less powers than he did, but like intensified versions of one aspect of Shazam. So that's why I was thinking, at least, because that would make because if they all are on the same level of, as uh, Shazam, it kind of just discredit not discredits, but kind of makes Shazam less, you know. I think it's just same as Shazam. Otherwise, it, uh, yeah, I believe I believe it's the same level as Shazam. Yeah. Okay. And it's just that Shazam, like, is think of it like the Shazam is like the OG, and the rest are. I mean, OG means nothing. Like, you know, it's like whatever. Yeah. And also, it's the fact that everyone else. Are more focused in one. So, like, like for example, the Lara was it? Dala. Dala. Um, Dala. <laughs> Dala. Um, she hyper speed was her thing basically, but she still had super strength. Maybe it's just a different uh, finesse of it. Maybe super strength, but not as strong as the other, the green, the the guy who is big because he has more strength or something like that. Maybe, maybe. That was another weird thing too. Where um, I think it was for Mary's character. She's basically eighteen, right, in this film, or turning eighteen. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if she's becoming an adult, she doesn't look too different from. You know, I mean, you don't look too different from when you're yeah. eighteen and an adult, right? They cast someone else, but I was like, they they could have just cast the same actress, right? I don't know. Yeah, there's that too, and also it's the fact that when you hit eighteen, you're technically like, at what age do you consider yourself adult? 
Right. And the whole concept of Shazam is that a kid turns into an adult. It doesn't work on adults. Well, I think it was more also transforms you into the best possible version of yourself, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You're, like, uh, yourself at your peak. Okay. Yeah. But it was still kind of weird that they cast someone. I thought they... Initially, I, saw, I, was, I thought it was the same person. But yeah, I don't know if they had to cast someone else for that. You know, you know what's funny is in that scene where they're um, flying the air, and obviously the villains trying to talk to him, talk to him miles away <laughs> in the air. Yeah, and then it's just like, it's like a not that Superman Man of Steel movie where like General Zod and Superman are talking in the air, and it's just like, huh? They listen to hearing superhero <laughs> films. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love the how. Like, we didn't even need to know what Savon is saying. We already know it's generic bad guy's, <laughs> yeah, like, speech. And it's just like, what? I can't hear you. I, that was I, another yeah, that never, was but... point where, like, me and my brothers were just, like, laughing. Like, genuinely laughing. Because it was like, <laughs> yeah, true, actually. Like, how many times in superhero films have we seen two people monologuing in the sky very far away from each other? <laughs> thinking, it must sound really quiet on the other end, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also, I really loved, like, putting the CGI aside because, like, CGI some places were junky. But one of the things I really loved about this is when Savan and Shazam were fighting in midair and beating each other up. It was very reminiscent toward when Superman was fighting Zod. Like, the beating in midair and how the camera was following yes. Shazam I was, gonna was say very that. similar. I and I yeah. love that because Shazam, the whole concept of Shazam is basically Superman in a kid body well i just i think and, that kind of thing is more dynamic to look at anyway i i prefer that kind of shooting style yeah well yeah sure of course but i i, li- I liked it nonetheless yeah um and so, also i like how um freddy saved the two billies but gave them suitcase vgs yeah yes <laughs> he kind of reminded me of ben 10 to an extent i don't know why it felt like because there were two bullies in ben 10 too and i think in the last episode of ben 10 or at some point in ben 10 he sees the bullies during his holiday and he kind of like gives them wedges as well so (laughs) um karma is a bitch and then (laughs) so what happens is that all the demons are out except one which is envy and shazam is having a talk on a roof with savan so Shazam, I guess, uses the wisdom of Solomon. Finally. This entire movie, you're just wondering, like, what the fuck is this wisdom? <laughs> you know that meme of um, John Trevor? Yeah, like, that. where's the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where is the, yeah, like, where's the Solomon's wisdom? So Shazam talks envy out of Savan's body. And then he comes out, he's like, I got you, says Shazam, turns into dust. Um, well, to more like fuck than dust. And then he goes, grabs Savan, and he's like, yeah, you're, you're done, basically. And he grabs the eye, starts to pull it out. While he's pulling it out, all the sins go back into his body, essentially back to the eye uh, or the bowl, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And he removes it. And then when he's holding it, uh, everyone's cheering, and then he's getting tempted by the ball, and everyone's <laughs> like, yo, no, wait, Billy, 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 and it's like, ah, I got you. And I like this, because one, he, he's opening up to the family, and two, is the fact that it shows that he is actually pure of heart, because he's not being tempted by the power of the seven deadly sins. That's true. I, I'll also say that, like, in every kind of, I'm glad that they kind of 
had the, some kind of element of wisdom of Solomon because I can't remember what film it was originally that I saw. But the villain to beat the villain, he didn't just Superman his way through. He didn't just punch harder, you know. He didn't just yeah. like um, just brute force fight them. He kind of had to use his brain a little bit at least, right? Yeah. To kind of just be like, oh, I've outsmarted you a little bit. It's kind of weird because the kind of other weird thing was there was no point where he kind of. Because I can't name the seven deadly sins off by heart. I can try, but like he kind of <laughs> yeah. knew them all like that, and like yeah. knew about yeah. them in a weird way. It felt like if there was even like a scene in the school where they kind of studied it for. I know it would have been kind of cheesy if they studied it in school for that specific, you know, uh, part yeah. of the movie. But some kind of alluring to like, oh, he paid attention in class, or even someone else talking about it. Where I, I, I assume it was like part of the knowledge that transferred to him from the wizard. Which is fair, but like, yeah, I would have liked to have some, because if you're going to have a school in the movie, usually schools are in movies to kind of allure some kind of like to like, or allude to some kind of lesson that the protagonist will learn or relate to a theme in the movie. Um, Like when they talk about time travel in movies, they have time travel in the, in like class or like parallel, you know, you you get the gist. So I figured like in some kind of class, maybe Billy is not paying attention and the teacher's like, hey, Billy, you're not paying attention. Uh, Tell me what the seven daily sins are. And he's like, I don't fucking know. And the teacher's like, fuck you. Here's here's what they are. And tells him. Uh, But yeah, you get the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Like a foreshadowing would have been nice or something. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I mean, like, I think maybe it's a superpower that just kicks in around nowhere. Like, it just convenience. Oh, wisdom of Solomon. It just kicks yeah. in. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, here he is. That's why he knew what to do. Like, That's isn't, like, do, Superman, actually, yeah. isn't Superman, like, got, like, one of his powers is, like, having really good super memory as well. Yeah. But, and for some reason, he, he hasn't memorized any books to, to know how is super anything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, power convenience. When it comes in, it comes in in it. Jesus Christ! I don't, I don't, I don't think Superman is like this, but I know Wally West is like this. Oh, oh I wanted um some element of stylized because I I like it when things are themed or styli- stylistically themed, right? So number one would have been the Deadly Sins being human for one and having a unique look to them because I feel like the costume department would have loved this and gone wild with it instead of these like cg villains that nobody cares about Maybe- even if it's even if they're cg villains, I'm okay with cg if you can. Like relate like they're they were so generic demons. Yeah. Like there was nothing about them that screamed their representative Trace. sins. Yeah. That, that that relates to them. Like like even Billy like referred to it. Billy was like, Yeah, I thought lust would be hotter. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Sure, me too. I really want to see some lust. You know, um, <laughs> but uh even with uh so yeah, I can I mean even if they manifested into beasts later on, whatever, right? Um, I'm even talking about the qualities of Shazam here, right? Like the wisdom of Solomon that we've been memeing about the whole time, or like the bravery <laughs> of Achilles, or whatever, right? I would have loved to. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before before we get to a whole movie, can I just finish because there's a few scenes? Oh yeah, sure, yeah, sorry, yeah. I was just talking. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So they get the eye back to the cave. They go like, "Holy shit, we have a secret layer," and the sand. They are covering it in the news. And then the Santa goes wild, and he's losing it. And then they are back at home, and Billy says, hands on deck. And then he thanks that for having a family, having a home. And he's like, after all, I'm home. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then they are back in school. Um, Freddy tries to sit down. Everyone leaves the table. 
his family comes in, everyone's wearing their respective suits, I guess, Very cute. based Very on the cute. color. Yeah. He's like, what are you guys doing here? We reschedule our lunchtime so we can sit with you, and we invited a friend, I hope you don't mind. And then um, Shazam comes in and goes like, this guy told me everything there is to know. I brought another friend along. I hope you're okay with that. And then Superman will. <laughs> I really love two aspects of the scene. Number one, right? So the first part was when, when Shazam was walking in, Freddy's reaction, he genuinely seemed like he was surprised. Like he had a very, I don't know if he was just acting or anything, but he, he had this really like, <laughs> kind of cute, like, oh, like he was excited. <laughs> and I felt, I felt like there was a lot of heart very hot feels there yeah and the second part obviously superman being there it's, it's a i think it's a running joke where like oh i'm best friends with superman but he's not here today kind of thing <laughs> uh, it's a thing that's happening in, like a lot of films i think and even in real life to some people not saying any names hammered um <laughs> but like um yeah no it's just like i don't know it's like, i feel like it's a very kick-ass very fun scene <laughs> i enjoyed it yeah i like i like the, the little scream he did like that was literally my genuine reaction <laughs> when i saw superman well yeah. sorry go on, sorry yeah yeah i had no idea that like superman was supposed to show up Same. and then when he showed up i was like wait what, what? <laughs> what made it funny was uh, that they didn't even show his head which is, i think that made it even more funnier I, I yeah and the funny thing is that they tried to get henry cavill but he was busy shooting a thing Scheduling, yeah, yeah, scheduling issues. And then they used his um, stunt double, who who was un, in another movie, and they were like, yo, is it okay if you use this guy? And they were like, yeah, sure. So his stunt double came just to wear a suit for, like, a shot. It, it was and really even funny, because I think it was either when they announced the Snyder Cut or when they announced Shazam 2, right? If you went to the Twitter uh, of the director of the film, he was like, oh, yeah, this movie's on, like, Hulu or something. And when you go to the scene at the end, it has the head of, like, it shows, like, it scrolls up, like, the camera pans up. I don't know if you saw it, right? Yeah, I've seen that one. I forgot whose head was on it, but it was really, really funny. <laughs> I think it was Henry Cavill. Was it Henry Cavill? Was it, it, might have been, it might have been Henry Cavill, yeah. But he's just, like, stretched out, yeah. like, very badly in paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very funny, yeah. And then the uh, there's a little end credit scene where it's Savon in the cell and he's going crazy. He's written lots of scribbles and he's saying random words, son of Ra, um, Ouroboros, Solomon's not. These are completely unrelatable. These are definitely not Easter eggs. <laughs> and then um, the Mr. <laughs> Mind comes in. <laughs> And Mr. Mike comes in and goes, oh my god. And he's like, no, I named the gods. And we're going to have... And there's not only one way to get magic. We're going to have a lot of fun. And then the movie ends. There's a caterpillar who sounds like Stephen Hawking here. What? what, Like, why? (laughs) Like, at first I was like, oh yeah, this caterpillar is not important. I don't know why. Maybe it's a reference. But no, this caterpillar is like the evil mastermind or something. Yeah, it's just like what he's actually like one of the strongest <laughs> like being <laughs> do you know who voiced him um the director <laughs> of course nice <laughs> long self insert here yeah i like it yeah. and that's the whole film right that's just that yep um there's two secret endings i guess one is when they go to alaya and um they sit on the chairs in their shazam form and Dar- uh, dalara dalara dalara, dalara. Yeah. dalara. 
um, she goes, oh, there is seven seats and there's six of us. And then the other uh, and she goes like, well, whenever we meet our seven um, sibling, whomever it is, I'm going to love them and give them a lot of hugs because we are like sibling. Oh, I, I doubt that we're going to do that because it's Black Adam probably. Yo, Black Adam, he's being played by uh, The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock, yeah. No, that was another cool thing. So when they were referring to it earlier, was that Black Adam they were referring to? Like, yeah. yeah, that's okay, Black Adam. Cool. Yeah. The, the, the one that, you know, he, he, he was, they, they, they he's basically it. totalitarian and like yeah. in order for everything to be okay, you have to listen to me. And, I, uh... Yeah. Basically, at the time that they gave it to, let's say, The Rock, though it was The Rock, char- the, the character that is the peak, his peak is The Rock, and his nephew. And they oh. were trying to give it to his nephew. They gave the power to the nephew. But the thing is, um, Rock killed the nephew just before he says Shazam. Just after he says Shazam. And then takes his place as Shazam. Oh, wait, he, what? And then he goes into the revenge and then takes the revenge onto the people that were turning them into slaves and destroys them using the seven deadly sins. Yeah, if you think about uh, it, he, he, that, that one sounds like... That sounds like a I mean, uh, other than Other than, you know, other than, you know, murdering his nephew, but, you know, but yeah. going, against, going against the slavery and everything, you know, it, it has origins, you know. You got yeah. some shit happened onto you. It's human nature to go back and be like, "You did this to me. I'm not forgiving you. I'm gonna do that shit." And you know, it's it's like that's a good origin to me. That yeah. sounds like a good origin. Well, I think the cool nuance. We're well, we gonna get that. Well, yeah, right, yeah. Cause I was gonna say before we even get to that film, the cool nuance being they had the conversation between Billy and Freddie where he was like, "I wish I had your powers. I'd be way cooler with them." The argument for that film probably would be something along the lines of, "I am probably gonna be a lot more useful with these powers than a kid would be." That's a very interesting yeah, conversation to have. I hope they kind of delve deep into it. I trust Dwayne The Rock Johnson with this. I know uh, a, a fun fact uh, of trivia. I have a fun fact, Tammy. I have one too. Um, when I was searching up the trivia, apparently this movie was meant to be a two-parter where um, they wanted to get the origin of Shazam out of the way and then the origin of Black Adam out of the way. So when they have the eventual um, you know, clash, the meeting would be a bit more... Con- yeah. uh, compelled to care about both sides which is, i think there's a right way to kind of do these kind of films. i would hate it if black adam was the villain of this film and they tried to cram in in like a two and a half hour film Yo, his bro. Backstory. if they if yeah. they crammed in black adam to be like like this black adam i feel like he, he's a long-standing like villain in the dc universe isn't it and he's like I feel like he's like the Loki yes. of yeah, DC. and like, you, like he's the villain, but he's, you, you can't really you like, can't mess yeah, that like, guy up. I feel. Like. I would really like the you know like how Suicide Squad was their opportunity for us to kind of care about their villains, right? And it and it failed miserably to at least to me, yeah. right? And I think to a lot of other people. Yeah, this is this guy is meant to be the Loki. I do want to care about a villain a lot. So so here's the thing. Um, in the comics, well in a lot of mediums because obviously in the comics there's not just one variation of the comic of the character there are different variations of black adam there's one that he's just pure evil he wants to kill everything and everyone but the one that i personally like is that he just basically he's basically dr doom where he's like oh i have my own kingdom i just want to run my country the way i want to run it and i don't want anyone to interfere with me if you do i kill you right and then at the beginning, Justice League like tried to fight with him, 
and then they came to a conclusion like just just let him be <laughs> like the people country, of yeah. the country don't even like they don't care they're like just let him have it sounds like All right, fine. Right? yeah it's like... yeah exactly <laughs> And then he was just by himself. And the, there's a storyline. I, I don't remember the story completely, but I remember at one point um, Shazam run, um, get like gets knocked away from Justice League, and he's like knocked out. Black Adam finds him, and he's like he he tends to him. He um, like basically heals him up. And Shazam is like, "Well, I've been uh, like I'm out of juice," and he's like, "Oh, lightning is my thing. So let me just like juice you up." <laughs> And then, like, basically gives him lightning. And he's like, yo, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, no problem. Just just remember, because I'm going to ask for a favor at some point later. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's like, well, it is what it is. And then runs away. Um, I quite like the concept of having a bad guy, but not so deep. Like, not just pure bad, because I need to be the bad guy. I need to be the villain. And the fact that we have the rock playing this character i am hoping they are going to that direction yeah i hope they have a good one like you know like portraying a villain that that isn't a villain because he he is like evil a villain because of like his experiences no oh i'm not gonna give power to the people let them decide because last time this happened all my family died in a war that sacrificed us because we were peasants or something like that or a a complete hate of um of societies like I don't know of democracy or whatever because of because of its like disregard of people or because it's always going to be like the greater good and sometimes the greater good is the rich or something like that you know you know yeah. give, give us give us a, a character that we can we can we can say you know I don't want them to die but they're doing a lot of hate but at the same time they're doing a lot of good and at the same time you know it's not like their fault it's just that. You it's a small anti-hero than supervillain, right? That's what we're trying to get. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I he, he, he got chosen. He got chosen by the uh, wizard, right? So if the wizard chose someone who had like if the wizard chose someone who has these qualities that are good, you know, they have some good qualities, that must mean that, you know, they they had a ideology that was like save the people of slavery, like trying to help everyone in slavery. Maybe he harbored yeah. some ill intent, sure. But you know, it's something that gave him the willpower to do something hard and do something needed. And, you know, yeah, hopefully I mean, we can see that in the new movie. I was spitballing, yeah, because I think the main theme of that film probably would be something like, you know, uh, the phrase, um, path to hell is paved with good intentions. I think I'm not butchering it. Uh, and I think they'll follow the kind of same theme where he has good intentions, just a bit skewed to kind of, you know, good, good intentions, wrong conclusions kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then again, we could be wrong. They cast Will Smith as Deadshot, and you know, we got that film. So. Oh my God! What's that was the point of having any of the other characters? It was so rushed. Oh. Anyways. Okay. So, this may, oh, and also there is another secret. Well, I say secret, but it's just alternative ending where it's so much more cheesier. Um, they all step out into the garden. They say Shazam. They fly away. Very nice. Yeah, so the movie's finished. What do you guys do? You guys want to go overall thoughts? Yeah, let's do overall thoughts and then score afterwards. So we yeah. can go, yeah. go for it. You, uh, you, you first, theory. Go for it. Yeah, I'll go for it. Because the thing is, usually I, I'd want to leave on a positive note. I don't know if we're going to have too many. Like, we'll have negatives. But um, the, the thing is. Actually, yeah, I, th- I think you, you would have the highest positive yeah i think so too yeah so uh, let's go with charlie okay. well, me oh my god i don't even know what, what marking uh, just just overall, film. Yeah, overall just give us a, an arbitrary number between one and ten of what you think of the film 
Yeah. Ah, okay. One to ten, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think for once I'm not going to have the lowest score on Trinity podcast. <laughs> oh. no, I, I, I think I, I'd say that this is a, um, a solid movie. So, based on those, I think maybe a seven or a good seven, a hard seven point two. <laughs> okay, a hard like seven point two, I'd say. A hard seven point two. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, any gen- um, general thoughts on the whole movie? Yeah, yeah what you wish have done differently, or like you can pop off here. Yeah, you can just go like to say your piece. And screw then... these guys. Uh, messing with uh, it's not really. A me- I mean, targeted the PG thirteen. You know, targeted at the younger audience. This, this is a good, you know, superhero movie. It's like one of those side stories where you learn about it, and you know, it could be portrayed in any type of way. You know, a gritty story or like a, a live-hearted like nice comedy or whichever but this this is a, a solid one i feel um sure there's some things that you know you get cringy because you're an adult but for for the general purpose of all the audience something that you can get excited for something you can feel a little bit sad for something you can get touched with and something you can be you know root for you know yeah go beat him up or everything like that you know so but it's not it's not a complex character that you wouldn't want as an adult. It's something that you just watch and you just go, yeah, it's all right, movie. Nothing you just come out of cinema and just be like, ah, oh, all the symbolism, all that things, all that trauma, all those things. That's that's a good movie. Seven out of seven point two. Okay, okay. I guess I should go next. Uh, yeah. yeah, because I feel like you're gonna give it the highest score. Uh, the highest. Um, I think so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I am. Uh, I, I'm gonna go anyways. I because I know you're you're a f- like like you the biased thoughts of Zachary Levi <laughs> might <laughs> make you misjudge this. <laughs> That's why I'm like I think you gotta go higher than this. Yeah. I think okay. So I really dislike the Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, the concept of Seven Deadly Sins is a really good concept. I liked it in Fullmetal Alchemist. I like it in any book I read. And I'm actually writing a book about Seven Deadly Sins right now. Oh, nice. So, shameless plug-in. <laughs> when it comes, so, we'll come. We'll review that too on Trinity Podcast. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I hate the fact that they use CG. But even if you're going to use CG... Um, use it so that the character design reflect the the, the sins they represent. I feel qu- quite dropped off in regards that they didn't do that. And there were so many Shazam mythologies that they didn't use in this movie. But to give them green light on something is that you're going to have a second sequel. They're already shooting it. I think they are all, almost done. The funny thing is that they had to start shooting ASAP because <laughs> they can, the actors are growing yeah, so fast. Yeah. So they were like, okay, we got to shoot now. I, st- I, I got to wait for the second movie to see if they're going to use the rest of the mythology. But at the same time, there were things... That I, I, I enjoyed the Easter eggs that they throwed here and there. There was a ton in this one. Uh, yeah, yeah there, there was quite a bit. I quite liked um, the relationship of love and family and someone who's been in foster uh, house after a foster house and their guard is up and they're not willing to like be like the whole tackle of that relationship. I think it was very wholesome and very um, heartwarming. But on the other hand, the antagonist or the villain 
he was very 2D. He was very, oh, I'm bad guy because I have a like a bad childhood and that's it. Villain is very 2D. But at the same time, it's, I guess it's okay because we are like the, the, the idea, the theme of the movie isn't about the villain. It's about family. And we see the connection of that in between the relationship between Savan and his family and the relation between Billy and his two families. So that was cool. But again, the lack of blood is <laughs> really like, irritating for me. Some of the CG looked really bad and junky. I do think the suit for Shazam, even though I understand why they had to use fake muscles, but I don't think they needed it. Zachary Leva was already buffed up. Oh, like, oh yeah. Yes, he was. He, yeah. he, he really buffed up for that one. And I think he was fine without it, but I understand why they, they, they did it anyways. But at the same time, I really wanted him to look more like Superman than Shazam from comics mm. um, in terms of body size. But I like the um, uniform, how it did have the hood, but at the same time, it was a short cape from the OG um, design. And there was one thing about this movie um, I didn't like. It felt too safe. There was no risk. Everything about this movie was very... Like, there was no... Well, like, like cookie car, right? Like, things happened, ABC... Nothing too crazy. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing, yeah. Nothing too crazy. Like, I don't know what it is, but when I see, like, let's say Aquaman and Wonder Woman, right? They, like, Wonder Woman, third act, horrible. But act one and two was very strong. Aquaman, all the acts, were, like, were good, but nothing about it was super strong. Whereas in this, everything is solid. But nothing about it is amazing. Yeah, um, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, because I, I think I think it's that bias we have right now as well. Because most DC films are just terrible, and they've actually made like a decent one. You know, I feel like I'm just like, mm. I feel like this is a really good Marvel movie. Oh. <laughs> like if I don't know if that makes sense. This movie, it's a very superhero movie. Oh, and I understand it. It's for kids. It's for yes, yeah, for kids. Uh, I mean, it's for selling toys. Yeah, I totally get that. Still, I still wanted to get something out of it, but uh, and I did. It was like love of family and wholesomeness. Sure. And it's fun and it's very entertaining. I was actually telling Deer before podcast how when I was watching Shazam again for the review, I didn't realize how much I'm enjoying this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I was enjoying it more than I expected. And also, oh, I just remembered this. Sorry. At the end, when when they did the Shazam family thing, I had no idea they're gonna go that route. Uh. I thought it's gonna be like oh, Shazam is just going to fight everyone and he, he's going to see his family in danger and he's going to go like, oh, i got to save my family and then he's going to beat everyone and that's how he's, they're going to go for it. But then he goes like, no, I can't do this alone and then turn everyone into Shazam. I was like, oh, shit. Superhero origin. Yeah. It's not like that any others. It's so good. Super- yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It was it, it, like, it blew my mind away it went the first time I saw it. I was just like, oh, I think I said, oh, shit, like five times when I said that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn, that was good. And also seeing Superman, I already said how cool that was. 
um, fun fact, which I've forgotten, I just remembered. Um, Zachary Levi actually auditioned to play fr- um, the adult version of Freddy. And then Uh-oh. when they saw his audition, they were like, dude, this guy is Shazam. Why is he like trying to get Freddy? And then they called him and they said, like, well, how do you feel about playing Shazam? And he goes, like, well, I would love to. And they said, like, okay, let's do another audition, but this time for Shazam. And then they saw his performance and they were like, yep, yep, this guy is Shazam. And then they hired him as Shazam. Um, which speaks into how good of an actor he is. I think he was great. And I, and I agree with the point Charlie made, how um, the kid, Billy, was, more mature. was more mature than Shazam. Yeah, I feel like, I don't think it was the acting problem. I think it was the writing problem. It might have been the writing, yeah. 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 Um, Freddy was got annoying at times. Yeah, that's Made true. some stupid decisions. And sometimes it was just um, plot action. I don't like it when things happen in movies just for the plot, not because they have reasons behind it. There's a purpose in the action. There was a lot of those in this movie, and I didn't like that. At all. Can I can I like put a like a score yeah. for my one? Just like seven point two yeah. for kids, but for an adult, <laughs> like for an adult, that's like a five, yeah. five point five. Oh, I just generally then I want to give the movie though, right? You'd have to give it like on, on a metric that average the film, right? Well, if I, if I if I divide those and put it into the mean, I'd just be like a six. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it'd be a six, probably. But uh, for kids, like seven point two, kids will love this movie. Kids do love this movie, don't don't, don't they? Like kids, was like yeah, this is amazing. But God, such it was so boring as an adult. Kind of for me. For me, it was a boring. But for you guys, it was good. But for me, it was like, oh, God, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, this is, like, you can tell that they are step... Oh, I'm so sad. Sorry, I just remembered what happened in Wonder Woman 84. So it's like, they were it. doing good. I haven't seen oh, it yet, but... You haven't seen it. You Don't. <laughs> like, if you love your time and you love yourself, don't. Like, we have to because we're doing reviews. And take my word, don't. Or just wait for our review episode and then listen to that and then make the judgment of watching it or not. That's actually better. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I, I There were there were so many aspects about this movie that I didn't like, but it, it just felt that, I agree. I feel like there are some parts of it was childish and it's because it was targeted at children and they wanted to sell toys. I think I give. Um, I don't know what I want to give it. I still don't know. I've been having. Oh, so, uh, we we talked about this yesterday, right? Where you said you don't know if yeah. it's better or worse than Wonder Woman. I think. No, uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman one or Aquaman one. Aquaman, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. So, Flexion, oh. you gave Aquaman last week a seven point eight, right? Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, you gave uh, eight point eight. Eight point eight. Okay. Yeah. I am. I'm sorry. I'm keep going over and over about this. <laughs> um, I can't make up my mind. So. So, okay, over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go ahead. You so give I'll, your I'll, marking. I change. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give my entire thoughts and I'll give it a score, and then you can give your score afterwards. Yeah. That'll give you time to mull over. Okay, so I can only echo the sentiments that you guys have had earlier, right? Where hmm. I think it's a solid film from start to finish. You know, I understand that, like, hey, the villain is very one-dimensional. Oh, sorry, two-dimensional rather. It just, hey, I'm the bad guy. This is my origin. I kill my dad. I fight the bad guy. I fight the bad guy again. That's literally his whole arc. Nothing too crazy about it, right? I also get that 
the film is more centered on Billy, right? It's, me- it's meant to be about his journey into finding family, into understanding what that means. And if you know anything about me, I'm a sucker for found family values as opposed to inherited family values, right? I'm talking about you're in a spaceship and you find a ragtag team of people and then suddenly you guys bond by the end of the film. I'm, I'm looking at Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm looking at the Avengers. I'm looking at all these kinds of films where people come together and be, discover that, hey, we all care about each other with family. And I guess that's the theme of this film. I like the decision to take away Black Adam from this film because, yes, I would have been really annoyed if Black Adam was the villain for this film and he cast a great actor like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but he doesn't have quite the development we needed him to. I like how Shazam looks like an action figure. I'll, obviously, I'm a sucker for Zachary Levi. But one thing I'm really impressed about was... Um, so the Freddy actor, uh, yeah, he was cringe at points. But, like, I'm willing to give it the hard pass because I've cringed harder at Ezra Miller. Like, the entire DC run that he's been in. <laughs> um, but also the fact that he's able to keep up with both the actor of Billy uh, and Zachary Levi. Like, he's been... Like, Zachary yeah. Levi eats up a lot of stage charisma. Like, he's a very charismatic actor. Yeah. And, like, for this kid to be able to keep up with him in the same scenes is, like, incredible. I think the dialogue is fine. You know, like, I, we've... I think we've where we were talking about being spoiled with really good villains before, we were destroyed by really awkward DC film writing from before. And so to have a decent film that just gets a job done, you know, nothing too crazy, you know, story, origin story, journey, fight, you know, nothing. Not, the effects didn't even look too bad to me. Obviously, yeah, it did take me out of it. You know, compared to last week with Aquaman, where the hair was weird and some of the CG was <laughs> a bit off and, like, the you know, Aquaman had some really bad points too. Like, when he got yeah. back, yeah. really bad yeah. for me. And Johnny um, Depp being See, that's what I'm saying. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Like, when, when Aquaman gets good, he gets good. Yeah. When he gets bad, he gets bad. Right. But in Shazam, everything it's, is... It's, like, it's not, like, yeah. too crazy. I, I do wish that, like, obviously there's a lot of wishes I have for this film. I wish, you know, uh, they went the route of, like, you know, establishing the sins a bit more. You know, I do like the dynamic of the family in this film. I had a lot more thoughts about this. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. One thing I was going to say was, this is probably the only film... So, actually, a quick story is... <laughs> I took my siblings to watch Suicide Squad when it came out in theaters, right? I'm so sorry for your siblings. Yeah, I had to apologize (laughs) to them. I had to apologize to my family. I had to apologize to America, you know? I had to apologize to the whole world (laughs) for what... No, no, America had to apologize to us for giving us that. True, but I also have to apologize to everyone and anything involved in my life for doing that, for introducing that (laughs) aspect. Oh, my God, I just realized Zack Snyder has the joke inside. Oh, Yes, he does. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? No, it's good. It's good. The, the, the thing it says, like, oh, oh, god, in that trailer, it's like society, and I'm like, oh, god. Um, sorry, carry on, carry on. But what I was gonna say was, I, I, I first watched this film when we first entered pan, like the pandemic quarantine, and I thought it was just gonna be a dumb flick to watch, and so my siblings watched it with me. And we legitimately all had a really good time, you know, and it was very fun to watch. Like, we all laughed at the right moments. We all enjoyed the film. We had so much fun with it, at which point I thought, hey, is this maybe the best DC film? And then I knocked myself back into consciousness and I said, no, it's not the best DC film, but it's one of the best. And I even had to think about it in terms of a Marvel film. Like, and obviously you guys have said, this is a good Marvel film. And I have to agree. I think it can compete with the pantheon of Marvel films that exist. I think I'd argue it's better than a lot of the Marvel films that's already out. 
um, despite some technical fl uh, flaws here and there. But you have to understand that Marvel has Kevin Feige helming all of that anyway. Oh, scoring it, I think this is better than Aquaman for me. And I did say like yesterday when I was talking to Hammy about this, I think I may have given some like of the other films too high of a score. Because I do think this <laughs> film is also, for me at least, uh, better mm. than Wonder Woman. Obviously, Wonder Woman's highs are a lot higher than this film. But like just overall, this film just is just a straight A student. Like it's rather a straight B student, right? It just does what it's meant to. Shows up on time, does its homework. I mean, it's a C. It's a C. Like it, it does the it, it passes. Well, I mean, in, it's in, 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 but yeah. it's not like... In, like in terms of in the pantheon of this uh, of DC films that we've gone so far, you know, I'm, and I'm comparing it to like literally everything else that like we've gotten. I think this is better than Wonder Woman for me in terms of like how I felt about it. Like I didn't finish the film. Like I felt good about finishing that film, and it didn't like. Like I didn't feel like it was uh, rushed in any kind of way. I it didn't feel too long for me when I first watched it, at least. And even the side characters were fun. Like the side characters were fun. I just I one thing I do wish was uh, in terms of directing. Yes, I understand that the director is competent and the writers are very competent. But I I do wish they kind of played around with the kid concept a bit more. This just might be my nostalgia speaking. But like earlier this month, we had One Division come out, right? Mm. And I believe it was episode six or seven where they finally did the whole Malcolm in the Middle thing, where they focused on yeah. the kids' perspective of things. And the jump cuts were fun, the fourth ball breaks were really fun. I kind of wish the directing style was a little more fun and geared towards that, like a bit more like snappy and uh, jump cuts and all that. Uh, you know, the montage was really great too. This film is just fun. It had a lot of fun from start to finish, and I look forward to seeing Billy Batson in future DC films and his interactions with Superman and Batman. <laughs> Uh, and the rest of the Justice League, because I gave Wonder Woman a 7, I want to give this... And Man of Steel is at, what, 7.8 for me right now? This is a 7.1. 7.1. I was going to say 7.2, but yeah. I think 7.0, because I, I don't want it to be... I don't want to gear it closer to Man of Steel. Oh, shit, I'm lower, yeah? I'm 6. It's just 7.1? Oh, fuck! Yeah. Maybe yeah, I should yeah. turn it higher. I mean, you don't have to. You want yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I'll give it a 7.1. I think it's a very good film. I think so far in what we've reviewed, it's the second best DC film that we've gotten so far. Oh, so you think it's... Oh. I, I do think it's better than Wonder Woman. So far, as in like, in terms really? of what we reviewed, yeah. Oh. I do think it's better than Wonder Woman, yeah. Because uh, like, the reason I said, uh, despite Wonder Woman... Oh, sorry, I'm getting all <coughs> chopped up in the throat. Yeah, they, they had like <laughs> World War Two. it had everything. Sorry, not World War Two. World War One, and yeah. like everything. Oh, right. I just... The setting for that one was so cool. Yeah, obviously, like, yeah, the highs of Wonder Woman were a lot higher, um, but the lows, way lower for me. Um, whereas Shazam was just a fun time. It was, I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing on the metric of how much did I enjoy this movie, and what did it do wrong? And the sins for Wonder Woman are a lot higher than the sins of this film, so, yeah. 7.1. When you said since it just reminded me of a youtube channel which everyone should totally check out yep <laughs> cinema Sins and cinema wins i like wins more than sins i like feeling good about films yeah i like sinning uh, <laughs> <laughs> the seven deadly sins hey. oh, no. Get me out of here. okay so i think i'm gonna change my um rating to 7.8 and that's the exact marking for Akuma, um, because I think Shazam is much more enjoyable and much more entertaining than Aquaman, but Aquaman is better right. than Shazam. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, like there are some aspects that I think Aquaman is better than Shazam, um, but there are other aspects that Shazam is better than Aquaman. 
And because of that, I think they're in the same. Six point. They're like same of like the uh, other side of same coin, whatever that phrase is. But yeah, I think they're the same um, in terms of uh, rating. But I don't think <laughs> um, Shazam is better than Wonder Woman at all. I, I, mean, yeah. I, I would say that it is it is DC's funnest film to watch. Like this is DC's yeah. most, like. Uh, maybe even um, a rewatchable film. I don't know. Like I want to throw that out there into the mix. I don't think so. That's there are other films that are much more rewatchable. No, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't rewatch them. I can rewatch Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's such a cool thing. Uh, Aquaman. Jeez, I don't think I watched Aquaman. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's just fine though. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, but yeah, it's understandable why someone would think that Wonder Woman. I, I, I'm not like too on the. Like, oh god, no, how could you think? Yeah, I, I I can see why someone would prefer Wonder Woman. I think maybe I am slightly blinded by my love for Zachary Levi. <laughs> Zachary. Um, Charlie, do you think is Shazam better than Wonder Woman or? No, I think Wonder Woman's better. Wonder Woman 1 was, a, oh man, I don't know. I'd give it a really, a, like, not the, it's it's a really good one. Maybe, maybe 7. Point, yeah, 7.5. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 7.5. This is. <laughs> Um, I gave it eight point eight. So yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, it's, it's good. I I I gotta go through the movie again, but like I'm just rem- trying to remember all of it. I'm just like, yeah, it's a really good movie. I could watch it again. It had really nice lore. It had really good character development. Like, <laughs> except for actually, no way. Change my score. Oh my god, the villain. Oh, oh my god. That's that. That's where. Oh. We, that's literally. <laughs> that's literally where we fall apart. Oh. It was like. No, no, character development. No, my God. The the irony for me is, and I've said this before, is while I think uh, DC's superheroes are more fun, I think Marvel's heroes are a lot more fun for me, right? Oh, no, no, sorry, it was the other way around. I said uh, DC has better villains than Marvel, and for me that was more important because a good villain makes a good hero, and you can't make a good villain out of a good hero. But, no, you can't do that but around, in the movies, right? it's the other way around. Yeah, no, yeah. so it was more hero-centric for these movies, and the villains are not really too great. Same can be said for Marvel as well. Like, I don't know how many good Marvel villains there have been anyway. It's, a, it's um, like, why can't they just be happy with a nice, good, like, a nice, good script? Why do they have to, like, put in Ares and shit at the end? Why can't they just have kept it to just Hitler and... <laughs> We just could, why couldn't they just keep it to that? Why did they have to overcomplicate it with this kind of stuff? Oh. Well, we discussed in our Wonder Woman review anyway, like just how we didn't like the whole reveal for the villain. So uh, the movie was strong up until that point, and even yeah. the final part. But yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, so, at least in this one, they kind of understood. Hey, we don't care about the villain. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna probably put in Victor's point, like here, right? Like, unless he doesn't get the time to. Give me his review on uh, by time I'm editing this and publishing this. Okay, so which is... here's what we will say. Hey, listeners, <laughs> listeners, if Victor sent a voice note, you'll hear it now. And that slight pause means that if you heard the slight pause and I'm still talking, then you didn't get one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sucks for you. <laughs> Sweet. No, oh, yeah. So basically, what, what what's going to happen most probably is that by the end of doing the run, which means after the special episode, which is the Joker episode, we're going to look back at every ratings we've done and see if there is anything we would like to change. Oh my the god, score the Joker! Of. Oh my god, the Joker one's so good. Oh, the Joker one's so good. Oh. <laughs> Oh god, baby, baby, that's that's like giving me an instant boner. Oh, 
I can't the music, the cinema, the the portrayal, the the acting. Oh, mm, oh fuck! Oh, jeez. I hope, I hope the uh, listeners are enjoying this. I will say, um, and when it comes time for like uh, retrospectively looking at this, I don't think it's fair to put the Joker alongside the rest of the DCEU. Just yeah, like, that's why it's a special. It's not part yeah, of the DCEU, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, that's It'd good. be so fucking cool uh, yeah. if it was. It's like it's such a solid fucking movie. I think it's, it's just, not a solid movie. I think it's a very good film from what I've heard. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saving myself for marriage, you know? Ooh. You're, you're Joker Virgin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dude, <laughs> if you're a Joker Virgin, you're gonna... Yes. I mean, I have high um, hopes, you know, don't let me down, guys. It's either it's either going to be so big it hurts, or it's going to be so good <laughs> that it's so amazing you want it more. Yeah, like, it, 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 like Joker movie, I've heard both ways. Like, one, I've heard, it's like, people loving it, or people hating it. So it's like, there's no in between. I think I love either it. Either like oh, it, or you're going to hate it. I think there's it. a lot more I'm love it, though. There's, there's a lot more love it, because yeah. that, like... It's a very solid. Have you movie. seen it? Have you seen Hamid? And it's very artistic. Yeah, yeah, the artist, I, that, I think it's the artist, the, the artisticness of it. It's just, yeah. it's it's it. Ah, uh, it makes you feel things when you watch a movie and you feel things. When you feel things, like un- yeah. not 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 like oh, you feel good. So like the uncomfortableness, the 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 how much you might think like why. And when I was sitting the in the cinema oh, for that movie. Jesus Christ, like the people who laughed, and I was just pure silence thinking, This isn't funny. Why are you laughing? <laughs> this is not fun. This is pain. <laughs> How is this funny? Yeah. Like, it, it's like maybe like movies who are also a little bit controversial, but I don't know. It's it was good. It was a good movie. You guys are gonna have a good time. That's the thing. Like, there are, there are a lot of people that didn't realize they're walking into an artistic movie and they were just judging it as a superhero movie and they were like well there was no heroes in this and i was like no it's this that's not that kind of the movie that is not that that kind of movie joker has never been some kind of superhero super villain i mean other than sanity i mean yeah sure villain sure but like because it had bruce wayne in it everyone were like oh why why didn't we see Batman? And it's just like, hey, spoilers, guys! Come on, it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, spoiler um, in the trailer, <laughs> I didn't see the trailer. Okay. okay, you live under a rock. I'm... It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that does our that's it for our Shazam review, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Any more so... thoughts, or are we good to like just say, hey, Shazam, peace out, dude? Yeah, um, Charlie, where can people find you? Me? Uh, if you want to plug in. Uh, um, sh- sure, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my Insta is Sun Sun Su. That's S-U-N-S-U-N-S-U-U. Um, you can also find me on um, Twitter. <laughs> I don't use Twitter that much. It's Charlie oh. S-U-U. Uh, so Charlie Su. Um, you can find me on that as well. And uh, you know what else? What else is there? I, I don't know. As you've caught me off guard, you caught me literally. <laughs> off guard. Hey, what? You want to plug in something? I have plugs. Oh shit! Fuck. People are gonna know my name. Oh shit! Fuck. Um. Yeah. Now, that's it. Now, now they do. But yeah. Thanks. Um. Um. Dearie, where can people find you? At my house. All right. Now, good to know. And on Instagram at uh, Instagram.com slash legendary L E G N D I R I E. That's about it. The fight for the at Deary continues. We will get it one of these days. I'll keep seeing it every week until I get there. 
and to help with the fight, we are trying to make you more official. And also, it's a big, huge step for us. We are slowly can our way to make our own website. <gasps> it's not ready yet. If you want to hear the latest updates, and if you want to chat about us, which superhero is better than what, or if you just want to play games or anything, feel free to join our Discord server. The links is in the description, and it's in the bio in our Instagram, which is... The Trinity Podcast. You can find me at um, Korai Sensei, K-U-R-A-I-S-E-N-S-E-I, at pretty much everything. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, itch, whatever. And... Uh, for the young man who's not here today, uh, Victor Dimako, mm-hmm. you can find his Instagram at V I C T O R N I M A K O, right? If I'm not, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah, sweet. And um, all the prayers for Victor and um, yes. his emergency. Yes. Yeah. yeah, sending some sweet, nasty uh, love. Oh, I love you, prayer. I hope you're okay. Yeah. I love <laughs> you, prayer. I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with lots of love. Uh, to Victor and um, to all the fans for listening to this far. Hope to catch you next episode. Have a good day, good afternoon, and good evening. Adios. Bye. Adios. Thank you, Charlie. That's really, really good. Thank you, Charlie, for helping us out on this episode. It was fun. At the end, you really went there for joker <laughs> yo joker. I, th- I think you're a big fan of joker, joker was oh like if they could make every superhero super villain like origin movie something where you can be like damn daniel damn you did terrible stuff but i get it. society is cruel you just be like ah oh. ah oh.